It's the Low Score Podcast special big episode of Passionate Internet Debriefing in which we go through the Giant Bomb Community Forum's challenge game of the generation and deliberate to decide what is the ultimate game of the previous generation. If you haven't listened to part one, obviously go back and do that. And if you have, we know you've been chomping at the bit. So part one was round one, and this is everything else from there on out. Enjoy. And now, here's Bobby and Jay. Okay. Let's see. So round two, let's start it out with Dark Souls versus Street Fighter 4. Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 4. 4. Dark Souls. All right. Wait, did Bobby say Dark Souls? I did say Dark Souls. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Damn it. But only because I really got into Dark Souls and Street Fighter 4 didn't really do it for me. But that being said, like, that I think is just a, a matter of personal preference, not getting into the game at the right time, not having the right people to play with. Like, Street Fighter 4 is a very good game, but I really liked Dark Souls. Um, it w- would, would anyone have any or be swayed to dark, toward Dark Souls at all? No. Street um, Fighter 4. I'm, I'm not... No, I'm saving my passion for other battles, so I, I could be sold on it, but... Okay, that's fine. I don't think these two could. Looking that's at their true. Faces I right could now, be dark that is, sold on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, now you're, now you're fine. Actually, no. <laughs> now, we need to, now we need to take it out, so you can't make puns like that anymore. Yeah, Street Fighter 4 is fine. Okay. Bobby, what's next? Bioshock. Bastion. Bioshock. Bioshock. Bastion. Bioshock. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, uh, I enjoy Bastion more just in terms of playing that game and writing. Like everything around it, the presentation, the music. Um, but none of you are going to go for that, are you? I mean, I think Bastion is an incredible game. But yeah, but Bast- Bastion Super Bioshock was more important to this generation. And yeah, but like I said, definitely. Bioshock's the one I want to go back to. Both of the games did weapon weapon comboing, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Shooting mm-hmm. shock or use I the, played through uh, both of those games twice. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Bastion was really good for what it was, but it just never stuck with me. It's just, it is it's is so good. It is. Um, I, I think Bastion is better than Street Fighter Four. Acoustic Frontier Electro Pop. Bastion is probably my favorite XBLA game out of the generation for whatever that's. You worth. would put it better than Braid. Yes. In, yeah. I, uh, Bastion is a better game than Braid. The only other contender I, I would I say know. would probably be yes. Shadow Complex. But Shadow, Shadow Complex is Shadow on Complex this list. is really good. I don't know. This is what we need to make our own brackets. This is nonsense. Yeah. I won't. I won't fight it. Okay. Then we're Bioshocking. Yeah. Now we have Uncharted Two versus Minecraft. Mm. Minecraft. Mm. Uncharted Two. I don't like Minecraft. I think it's dumb. How about that? I derived no satisfaction out of playing Minecraft. Minecraft is dumb. Is inaccurate. I can. You know. I'm going. With, I think Minecraft is more important. I like. Yeah, Minecraft. Minecraft. Okay, Bobby. So you either have, are you gonna can, uh, argue for Uncharted two? Uh, let me let me try to frame my argument here because it's it's not good for these things to go up head to head in terms of like uh, individual qualities in them that are com- comparable. So yeah, they're super. Different. Uh, I will say I'll talk about the things that I I did not care for about Minecraft. Uh, number one, I didn't I didn't like the. Um, 
like monetization format or whatever it was, like the early access, never knowing when a build was ready. It's always kind of changing. I couldn't keep up with it. So, you know, I, I downloaded it, maybe the first alpha that they put out where you could pay money. Like I, I bought a key. I was like, I'm in, let's, let's oh. see what this thing is. So, you know, I was on board from, from basically day one that you could pay for it. Um, and at that time I thought I saw like, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like I, I can kind of get why this is a, uh, it would be the kind of thing that people who like sieve, like where you can just play the same thing for a very long time. You're, you're building up, you know, one world and developing it and, and changing it as you need. Um, and you could lose many hours to it, but then, you know, I just never found any of the crafting to be interesting. I never wanted to build anything. Once they put in a good reason for you to do crafting, um, I, I did not find it compelling. Like staying alive during the night was not compelling for me. I didn't want to build anything. It took time and effort, and I would rather just have like a block editor and drop them into place if I wanted to make a cool-looking castle. Uh, I, the world isn't interesting to explore, so even when you're digging down the caves, you're like, oh, great, now there's there's lava over here. Well, now I, now I can't go this way. And then, you know, just mining in that direction. I just don't find it compelling. I don't like anything about it. That being said, I think Uncharted 2 is one of the greatest games of the generation. I'll throw out from a perspective of someone who um, isn't like super in love with either of these games, like others we're going to get to, that Uncharted 2, as we referenced earlier, seems to be one of the prime examples of taking that cinematic mm-hmm. dude in a video game experiences and putting it out there for everyone of the generation. Great. Minecraft does the same thing for community-based, share-your-creation while also doing the same thing for like the kind of game that can be accessible to audiences beyond what one would consider a, a diehard gamer and the amount of platforms it was able to go through and over and on and what we talked about earlier regarding the business model and kind of what it changed in regards to access to video game. So as far as I know there's a different bunch of different ways we can define of this generation. Right. But I think a lot of them the different ways you'd size up that those definitions of of a generation Minecraft is much more representative than Uncharted. Yeah, and um, I mean, kind of kind of what you just said, like Uncharted, in a lot of ways represents trends that I do not like in games that increasingly I don't want to play. And Minecraft represents trends I do like in types of games I do want to play. Um, in terms of on one end we have very polished packaged experience that is meant to be completed you know the type of game that you play in a weekend and then unless you're in the multiplayer don't have a lot of reasons to go back to and then on the other hand just this toy that you can play forever as much as you want and people are always doing weird stuff with yeah like it is, it is fun to see like hey people built another crazy thing in minecraft like we've made King's Landing from, right. from Game of Thrones. We made a computer. We made these circuits that work. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's nuts. Wasn't there an opera in Minecraft this week? Like, there's students at a, at a college who wrote an opera and performed it through Minecraft. But they, where they that, had and that, people uh, as avatars in the music. And the fact that, that what that does to the real yeah. world. Like, but this is the same argument for aside, Second like, Life. I like Legos and I like architecture. 
so this like quasi Lego building thing where I can but make that's what's like interesting castles just, and stuff. It's, it's not great. just a toy. Like there's enough of those game building elements, and you have to. You don't just get a, a box of toys, right? You literally have to go yeah. mine stuff. So there, there is enough of an objective there that doesn't necessarily get in the way of building stuff, but um, adds this like weird element to it that I think sets it apart from just you know some kind of like when I see open any world, do whatever you want type of thing. When I see people doing the like really large scale um, recreations of things, not the computer aside, but you know. Um, people building like the USS Enterprise or whatever in Minecraft. All I can think of is, oh, that took a lot of time. But I'm not impressed in, mm-hmm. in any sort of meaningful way. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I do actually if, agree with that. If yeah. you have enough time you can and plan it out, you can build something. But to the person who made it, that's like a really great thing for them. Sure, so but a I'm really not – great experience to I'm be not able them. to – Take these pieces and create yes. something yeah. that well, and, yeah, good know. for them. No, wait, I think I think there's a bit more. <laughs> I think there's a bit more beyond it too, because like, I mean, that's like saying in the real world you see like giant, you know, like life-sized Lego models of like a car, mm-hmm. or like yeah. an X-wing or whatever that they're just showing around. It's like, yeah, that took a lot of time. Yeah, it did, but like you still have to do it, conceptualize it. You still have to plan it. Yeah. Um, so, like, even though there's, like, you know, I'm going to make an enterprise in Minecraft, you just have to plot out how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. though it is, mm-hmm. on, on some end, just a measure of how much time you're going to put into it. And actually execute it. Yeah, it's still cool that someone thought about that. And I think it, I think it is very much the same relationship as those big Lego sculptures. Because you look at that for, like, a couple minutes, and you're like, oh, that's cool that someone yeah. built that. It's impressive that someone was able to do it but obviously, yeah, it's just these little bricks. If you snap them together in the right way and enough of it, you're going to get whatever you want. I mean, it's nothing like revolutionary about the product. But like the fact that people are doing it is still something really cool about it. Are there any other games in the bracket that are about creation and community to the extent that Minecraft is? Because um, that's like a big thing of this past Well, uh, League of Legends would certainly be about community. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to like look at the bracket and the merits to do that, or if this is one on one. Yeah, it should really kind of be one on one. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather in, play Minecraft than Uncharted again. In terms of, because I also want to make an argument for what Un, or like Uncharted 2's contribution to, like, what it means to be a game of this generation, where Uncharted was, as we've talked about, like a, a totally fine game. You know, it has. Everything that Uncharted 2 has in it, it has climbing, it has gutscenes, it has, you know, shooting sequences, an Indiana Jones plot, and it was all fine. Uncharted 2 was the first game that I remember playing thinking like, yes, this is, this is why we have better hardware now. It's, it's not just, you know, the graphics of it, but it is all the fine details of it. You know, when, even if they're totally scripted, when Nathan is jumping from one lunge to another and... The ledge gives way and his arm falls and the camera cuts back for a second and like right back into it. And then you jump to the next ledge. Like they don't, they don't need to have any of that stuff in there for that effect or for, you know, you to be hopping from ledge to ledge, but it is that level of polish that doesn't get in the way that makes what you're doing feel, um, more dangerous, more epic. Like you're, you are an adventurer and there are these familiar adventuring conventions from other visual media like film that are being represented in the game without just being like, Oh, all the cool stuff happens in the cutscenes. Like the, the cutscenes are the boring part. It's the cool stuff that happens as you're playing the game. 
And for them to be able to execute it using new hardware was extraordinarily impressive at the time that the game was released. That said, I'm on an island here. So I, we're, I mean, we're obviously not going to make forward progress. Yeah, but- I, um, obviously the, the technical achievement of Uncharted 2 should not be dismissed. That said, I don't think it is – well, it may be an early example – I don't know if it's unique in the way it demonstrates the technological capabilities of the PlayStation 3 and or Xbox 360. Um, also, some of those little cinematic narrative moments. Um, you know, again, I don't, I don't necessarily want to dismiss that, but, but those are we were trying to throw against Bioshock Infinite and kind of those things of like, well, we've seen those in, in movies, we've seen those in other areas – how how much do they contribute to, you know, video games? Um, and again, I don't want to completely dis- dismiss that. Um, but but if if we're looking where the merits are um, in terms of visuals and the way they depict characters and moments is is the the strength on one, kind of, and then the this actual kind of gameplay and um, type of game and business model on the other side. Um, again, not. You know, personally, I don't have a lot of investment in either one of them. Never played Uncharted Two, and I've only played a little bit of Minecraft. But it's hard, kind of stepping back from it, not to pick Minecraft based and on those uh, for those reasons. I, I mean, I don't have personal investment either, and this is not an argument for Minecraft. But in in the opposite of the um, the high polished, the huge development studio budget, I think there's something to be said for the last generation and the fact that Minecraft was developed by a single person. And what it's not anymore. But it certainly right, started that but way. But where it came from, the genesis of the whole thing, and how nowadays we can triumph, you know, two and three person video game studios, mm-hmm. and that's that's definitely been a thing of the previous generation. Um, Minecraft's just a lot more artisanal than Uncharted Two is, and I think that really counts for something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, don't cut me off. <laughs> yeah. We're cutting you off. So is it, at the same time, it doesn't sound like any of us are super passionate on this end about... Uh, like personally about either one of the games? No, I'm I mean, I'm not going to sit here and and like fight for Minecraft all the way to the top, but I'm not going to no. vote for Uncharted 2 over it because I like Minecraft better than Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. Right, so I like I said, I had definitely had fun the the bit of Minecraft I played, but I've never played Uncharted. Yeah, so that is not an argument I can make. I feel like it would be unfair too. Yeah, yeah. Um, How come in Uncharted Two suddenly just like disappears and then it comes back like at the very end? That's stupid. Thumbs down. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where we are here. Let's go. I mean, I'm not going to convince anybody to vote for Uncharted 2. So well, it, I mean, it doesn't make you could because I, I mean, I'd rather game, not spend I, the time on. I it. haven't even played Uncharted 2, but I think I would enjoy it more than Minecraft because that's just my kind of game. I'm just looking at this from stepping back perspective, sure. right? Like from the, the time capsule perspective. The influence that Minecraft has had is undeniable, and the number of people that it's brought into playing games that weren't playing games, or people mm-hmm. trying out new kinds of games. Like I'm, 
sure, like that. I believe one hundred percent and all of that stuff. I again, I just don't. I don't like it. So well, I don't want to yeah. vote for it. But I would be okay with it going forward. Looking at it again in terms of just a generational and like business model thing, you, you have to figure that a lot of what is driving the way like PSN and Xbox Live going forward, you know, how they were set up has to do with Minecraft and the fact that yes, uh, the fact that we they need were a way able to, to shoehorn, get stuff like Minecraft on. Right, and the fact they were able to shoehorn the um, you know, release cycle of Minecraft into the Xbox 360, where it's usually this like expensive big patching process. Yeah. Um, that that's super important yeah, for the making, future video games. Yeah, making specific allowances for one game because right. it's that the, important like, to have it on this platform. Mm-hmm. And you look at um, how heavily Sony was pushing um, uh, indie games and self-publishing and, well, leading up to the PS4 and release. Even more surprising to me because those are all, with the exception of Resogun, promises down the line. Mm. But you want to know what's on? If you turn on your PS4 and you go to the store, you know what's there? Mm. Tons of free-to-play games. Mm. Tons of them. Mm-hmm. Like – for for a launch, there's like a half dozen. I thought you were going to say tons of Minecraft clones, like everything <laughs> no, in the world. No. Tons of mine. Yeah, but, but what I the reason I bring up those free to play games are those are the things where changes to the code are going to be pushed on a very gradual pace. So that's what they're, they're mm-hmm. based on to, yeah. to live and stuff like that. Obviously, Minecraft is not a free to play game, but it's that same kind of idea. All right, well, we, should, should we vote again? We need to move on. Minecraft. Okay. So I vote Minecraft. 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 I love Minecraft. Minecraft. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. All right, Bobby. What's next? We have Red Dead Redemption and XCOM Enemy Unknown. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Bobby? Red Dead Redemption. So this, this is a weird list. <laughs> this is a weird list. I know. I love I love it. But XCOM is a great X- XCOM is a phenomenal game. Probably people listening who will not be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we should start every one of these with just saying who wins, who who we, we would want to win. So if we get all four, we can move on. Yeah, cool. Next up is Batman: Arkham Asylum versus Braid. I vote Braid. Arkham Asylum. I'll I'll go either way. Braid's the only one I've played, but if you make a big argument for Arkham, mm-hmm. I'd say Braid. The it is. I could be convinced for Arkham. Um, if we're trying to talk about influence, it's very different. With Braid, in terms of gameplay, I'm actually not sure. There's kind of that indie sensibility maybe you could loosely tie in, but it's more about uh, kind of the proof of business stuff we talked about before. With Batman, obviously it's a $60 disc game. There's zero influence in terms of business or whatever. However, um, a successful um, like game based on an existing property, that is shocking. Yeah. That is extremely impressive, and in a way where they didn't betray the source material, they actually use it in a really smart way, um, is impressive. As well as the combat and traversal systems, that was extremely influential um, in a whole ton of games. One of the best melee games I've ever played, and the fact that it's a brand new game from a relatively unproven developer, and it comes out of the gate freaking incredibly amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a similar boat. I could be persuaded on, but I liked Batman better. I enjoyed that game more. I uh, had more fun playing it. Interesting. I see. I enjoyed I the think, crap out of playing both of those games. I, I no, know. I enjoyed both of them a ton, but I enjoyed Batman more. Okay. But I do think Braid is more important and representative of the previous generation. If you had to play one right now, which one would you pick? Batman. 
Jay? This is a poor question because Braid is a puzzle game, and I solved all those puzzles. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so, so it would be Batman, but again, that's, that's simply because of the But Would you, would you remember all the puzzles such that you could go back and do them again? Probably not. Okay. The, the early ones, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it, probably not. I mean, it, it kind of it holds up in a way that, yeah, you, you do forget the later stuff. The easy stuff comes back to you pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. There's an achievement for being the whole game in 45 really fast, minutes, yeah. which is the kind of thing you look at and you kind of get into. Then you realize you would have to do the whole thing like four or five times. Yeah. yeah. So to do it, honestly, yeah. See, I'm kind of leaning towards Batman. Okay. Because, I mean, I thought Braid was fine, but I wasn't blown away by it. I could, I could go with Batman. I th- the thing that both of these games having for them is I think that I can't think of ways to improve on either of them. I agree with that. Yep. Right. Like when Arkham City came out, as we've said, hey, you know, it, that is an awesome game. It's just too bad it's not Arkham Asylum. Like it's too bad it's not the first one. It, the, the things that they added to it didn't contribute to the whole in a, like a really yeah, meaningful increasing way. Increasing the scope of right. the game takes stuff away from how tight the original game was. Um you know, when I when we were playing Arkham Asylum, I was thinking this feels like the like Metroid style unlocking new areas by getting new weapons built into a little space where, you know, you get access to new places that you can see right away in uh, surprising ways. I think that all the like takedown stuff when you have a big open room and you're moving from gargoyle to gargoyle and hanging upside down and swooping down. Uh, you know, right. trying to clear out a whole room without being detected, that stuff's cool. Detective vision. Um, the, the, you know, the way that that contributed to the game to, like, draw out the video game qualities of what it's like to be Batman. It's almost like yeah. cheating, right? Like, it yeah, gives okay. you a way I, to, to I will definitely cheat. change my vote to Batman. <laughs> I'll, I'll say Batman. Adam? Fine with Batman. Okay, then there we go. Batman. Braid. All right, Bobby. Dragon Age Origins. Borderlands. Hmm. I haven't played DAO, so my vote would be for Borderlands anyway, but I don't my vote doesn't count as much as someone who's had experience with both those games. This is really hard. Yeah. I, I boy. I think my vote is for Borderlands and it's and, and the reason I say that is because um Dragon Age Origins is I mean, this is kind of a weird thing to say. It's kind of the epitome of that Bioware style of game, mm-hmm. but that's a style of game we've kind of seen before yeah. quite a few times. Borderlands is, feels very fresh. Um, neither is particularly um, influential, to be quite honest. And I have the same amount of achievement points in both. Oh, games. yeah. So wait, you have a hundred. Can you say uh, either way? A hundred percent or seventeen fifty? Seventeen fifty. Oh wow! Yeah, I have. I have fully. I've done literally everything you can do in both of those games. I didn't All know there DLC. was seventeen fifty for the See, it's, uh, Dragon Age. It is tough. I might. I think I might be leaning towards Dragon Age <laughs> because as much as we love Borderlands, I don't want it to just run away. All to the top. No, I know. Sure, but the, I mean, because even I the fact that this it, is—I don't think it's necessarily like the best game, R- right? That is that is kind of why I have some Dragon Age. It's cool. It doesn't have to be the best game. It just has to be the game of the generation. Adam, what do you think? <laughs> I think Borderlands should take it because 
if Borderlands was good enough to go past Bioshock Infinite in round one, <laughs> sure as shit should go past Dragon Age Origin in round two. If not, what the fuck? The bosses in Dragon Age were a lot more challenging, I felt. Yeah. Dragon Age, I mean, for as much as it is just that like Bioware RPG, it was a pretty cool like fantasy the, the world they built was really awesome yeah mm-hmm. um you guys don't love borderlands as much as you did uh, i still love I borderlands my, my I, feel, I feel like not i feel like from borderlands but but it is up against the game like, i really really enjoy dark gritty fantasy is kind of becoming cliche now my, my Lord. but it was um by and by um <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I like some of the I like that in Dragon Age, all the choices were hard in like super shitty ways. Mm-hmm. Um, in Borderlands, and not, and not just because they had set them up to be that way, just like the way they had crafted the universe made it like oh, this is a tough decision. Like it's like ah, uh, this kid is inhabited by a demon. Do we want to use? Other demon magic to stop that You're demon? Right. Or I do did, we want to just kill the kid I, conventionally? I killed the kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me um, too. And then, but the, like all the stuff with like the Templars and like the mages. Like, are we going to destroy all these mages? Yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. Which, th- which platform did you play it on? Uh, Three sixty. Me too. And I was impressed that it totally worked. Tuvok is in that, right? Isn't he an elf or something? I forget actually. Okay. No, he's a, he a dinosaur hunter. Hmm? Dinosaur hunter. Yes. Yeah, Tuvok Dinosaur Hunter. I would play that game. <laughs> that sounds okay. Hello, Dinosaur. I think I'm one of the werewolves. Are they all in that case? Hmm. It was tough, too. It was a tough game. Did, this did, all the stuff with the dwarves. Did you guys already take yeah. a vote? Uh, did you already do a straight-up vote on this one? That's what we went to, and we were both... I, you were, you, I think you decided I, Borderlands. I still would vote for Borderlands. And and I as I said before, I, I think it is a more unique game. Um, I don't want to discount the amount of time I have put into it. Um, See, I would. I think I want Dragon Age to go forward, but I don't think there's a like I don't think there's a possible way to get there. I like both of these games better than Batman, which is yeah. unfortunate. That's that's the bracket as a whole. That is the bracket. I mean, I don't want to hold it up fighting for Dragon Age because it is like edge case. Mm-hmm. Like I could really go either way. Edge Casey. Yeah. <laughs> edge Casey. I'm Edge Casey. <laughs> edge Casey counts him down. All right. Do we want to? Should we? Do you want to vote again? Okay. I'll, I will vote for Borderlands. 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 Okay. I Next really need up. to play Dragon Age, by the way. Yeah, oh, Dragon Age is phenomenal. When that, yeah. game, when that game came out, Jay, you told me specifically, don't play Dragon Age, you will not like that game. But I think my tastes have changed enough. I think they have changed a little bit. I, yeah. I, I like that, Jay, you and I could play similar characters and take opposite sides of issues. Totally. And feel totally justified. <laughs> yeah. With, like, the, the anvil, the, yep. the, the forge or whatever. Totally. Well, see, I was a dwarf. I, uh, yeah, I was a dwarf too. Did you? Which dwarf did you play? Well, okay. First time I played as a like a human, and then I played oh. as a dwarf 
Noble. I played as a dwarf on. noble. And so, that and it was it was fun because I beat the game and then I played all the other five origins. Yeah. And I still like the dwarf noble the best. So when I went as the human, I did your option for the forge. Uh-huh. And then when as the dwarf noble, I went the other Interesting. option. Interesting. That makes sense. And I feel totally justified each time. Awesome. Good job, guys. Awesome. The dwarves in that game are so cool. They're very cool. Um, great, oh, great job, everyone. <laughs> Geometry Wars versus League of Legends. Geometry Wars. League of Shut up. <laughs> Sure. This is a case where I feel like. How do we have games you know that what? neither of us no, really no, care about all the way through this I, round? League of Legends. You know what? I know you already wrote Geometry Wars. It's League of Legends. Because. Okay. I like the alliteration. Here's the 30 second pitch. None of us give a shit about these games. It seems. I, see, you, everybody keeps saying that. I really like Geometry Wars. Okay. See, I really I like this. I don't care game. about Geometry Wars. I like Geometry Wars it's not, too. It's not like my favorite game ever. The same reason I, really I have like to like tip the hat to Minecraft and Braid, League of Legends did something this generation in kind of the larger sphere of video Video games as a media that is important. It like the competitive aspect of it. Since mm-hmm. you don't have a well, you wouldn't have a StarCraft. Uh, since you have this whole world and industry that revolves around competitive media, it just seems like. And what did Geometry Wars provide? Geometry Wars is the first Xbox Live game. So it was the original Braid. It was the original Braid. It operates I mean, Braid. Yeah, it did come five, free five with the. No, it didn't. It was five bucks. How come space? It was just available at launch. <laughs> we can do I mean, the I'm top not. six through ten greatest games of the generation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Space Marine, the darkness. No, Space Marine, all the way, number one. <laughs> I mean, for the sake of time, Geology Wars. If you're yeah. super excited about it, but I, I, just, I, I kind of agree with Adam. Yeah, these two games up here, and we are cutting things well, that we really enjoy. Yeah, yep. wait, what was Bobby? I, I said that? I agree with you. Uh, in the same way that you all made the argument for Minecraft, I feel similarly about what League of Legends has done. So, uh, League of Legends. So the three of you are League of Legends yeah. on Geometry yeah. Wars? Yeah. If it were Geometry Wars 2, different story. But so uh, I more think Geometry, more Wars. I, does, so I'm going to ask you a question. Does anybody think that no. Le- does anybody <laughs> think that League of Legends sounds like a fun video game to play? Yes. For some people. No, 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 yeah. no. No, sure. no, no, no. That's not the question I'm asking. Because that, while that, that's a valid argument, we can talk about it. I would say for me, Jay, if I had mm-hmm. the time, League of Legends would be an interesting thing to get into. Okay. Uh, co- cooperative, like team-based, relatively short matches, 45 minutes, um, lots of different characters, customization options, like all that kind of stuff appeals to me. It is literally just the time commitment that turns I'll, me off from it. I'll say the same. If, if like we could get on a team together... I'd rather play a match or two of League of Legends to check it out and then go play Geometry Wars. I would never spend more than 10 minutes playing either of those games. Okay. But I'm far more interested and have watched documentary content about uh, that that's Hollywood again that, that's totally fair, yeah. but that's but that's not what I was interested in oh. as a question. <laughs> because the point I was trying to make is I don't have any, I think League of Legends or Dota or all those look like poop games. Like I don't want to play that at all. I have watched I've watched people play a bunch of those games, and I understand the appeal of them. I would sure. rather play a game actually about I geometry than geometry. <laughs> <laughs> I just seem like I don't think the League of Legends of is a League, bad yeah. game, but but the the things that it asks you to do is never the kind of game I'm going to be interested in. So. I'm just trying to represent the people that none of us know that 
are so it just seems like there's a fan base of League of Legends that is so much invested and it's been so much more life changing for them. Bad people, and maybe they are. But (laughs) have you ever met anybody who's like, you know, what's the most important thing of your life? And they're like, it's my time playing Geometry Wars. Like that's that's what defines me. But there are people like that for League of Legends. Oh, that's a good argument against League of Legends. Against it. I mean, so this is a bad argument. This is a dangerous road in general because um, could you see somebody saying that again about Saints Row the Third? Yes. Could you see? No, the, no. What are you talking about? Or <laughs> those or giant talk infinite or like other games we all genuinely like? I, I don't know. I mean, like if if but you're trading it from like traveling to tournaments to like fan fiction mm-hmm. and passionate internet debriefing and engaging with the piece of media in a way beyond the button pressing. Sure. Adam, the by point. the way, passionate internet debriefing is probably my favorite thing <laughs> you've ever said. Bobby, if you don't name if you don't name the episode passionate internet debriefing. <laughs> Pid. Uh, that game came and went. <laughs> Pid did? Yeah. Yeah. Play Pid. I never looked. I didn't like no. that. No. <laughs> League of Legends. Let's move on. Uh, man, this is that's ridiculous. Geometry Wars, it, not only is it a super fun arcade shooter, it's the early. I'm it. abstaining. I'm, fine, I'm abstaining. Fine. Fine. Wait, I don't I don't Geometry Wars, neither of these games Wait, what, Bobby, what's your vote? He votes League of League Legends. Of Legends. I want, I want to know that you three are yeah. on the side of the League of Legends people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you voted for that. You guys did. What's next? Portal 2, Civilization 5. Portal 2. Portal 2. Portal 2. Portal 2. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. I hope it's Portal 2 League of Legends. I hope it's going to be the worst. <laughs> this Aspect one's hard. Aspect 2. Versus Forza Motorsport 3. All right. Forza Motorsport 3. Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2. No. Forza 3. Oh, yes. God damn it. Yes. Oh, I thought I was going to be all alone Split. on island on this one. Okay. So I think we need to hash it out. Mass Effect 2 <coughs> is the worst Mass Effect game. False. No. No. Mass Effect so 1 is the worst. 3 is the worst Mass Effect, Mass Effect game. Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 1. No. <laughs> no, Mass Effect 1 is the best Mass Effect oh, game. No. Mass Effect 3 is way more fun to play than Mass Effect 2. I would say 1 and 2 are tied. I'd say I, they all I fall in the same box. Because it's that wonderful of a story world that they all come into one big And thing. I think I actually think 1 is the one builds that story world and then 2 and 3 kind of twiddle their thumbs within that story world. So, so like, I've, I've thought about this a lot. Like the world building is so awesome. I, I think their mistake was doing it as a trilogy. Yeah, I, I agree. I, feel I like, think it would be much better if you had a whole different crew, different people. <laughs> I feel like you could have done 1 and 2, but then num- like 3 should have been further adventures of Okay. You know, it's like trying to do the Reaper thing across three games didn't work because two should have wrapped that up. And if you had wanted to put a different game into the middle of two, like between one and two, mm-hmm. and get your three things there, maybe that's fine. But yeah. Or, we, or we, I don't know. Turn it around. You have one and then two. You beat the Reapers in two, but Shepard dies at yeah, the end. That's fine. Then in three, Cerberus resurrects him. Well, and then you do like the stuff in two where it's like, now you're running around like all rogue. That would have been fine. But two is great. Two is amazing. I thought like the Cerberus shit is dumb. Like Cerberus is dumb. Like I don't feel like that is ever really explained. The like Martin Sheen character. I, I don't understand who like what his deal is. He just represents corporate space. I guess. Yeah. 
Duh. God. Can you not play with subtitles on? <laughs> uh, I didn't feel like two had very much of a, a story at all. Like you're just kind of going around getting your because it was people. about character. Because it was about character. Was it? Yes. You got you. You met the character, and then you had one no, little moment. No, with but them. Their, their show so on the end game is based off God damn engaging it. with each Am of the I going to characters. like? Do I need to help Garrus to finish this, or do I need to save Garrus from himself? Right. These are hard decisions <laughs> about characters I enjoy. Forza Three is just. Look, we're going to drive cars. And now I'm going to drive some more cars. Oh, let's it's, drive some cars. Drive some cars. This car is driving so like on. realistic. Hold on, hold on, guys. It's a realistic driving car. I think I need to put more torque in this car. Oh, yes. Let me... I think we've decided that we're talking about, like, big influential games here. Because the argument that you don't like racing games is a poor one. Because I didn't say that's I didn't not like racing games, but it's just this is a racing game. You yeah, Diddy Kong Racing is a racing game. Diddy Kong Racing is a great game. Do we want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's got hover boats in it and airplanes. It's like it's so much better than Mario Kart. It's not even funny. It's it is an it incredible is game. It is funny how much better it is. Just like Mass Effect is better. <laughs> Mass Effect is so good. Wait, Bobby. I don't like, I mean, so like story stuff aside, I don't like the gameplay changes they made from one to two. Not necessarily in terms of the combat, but in terms of like the the dialogue and the focus away from, like the focus towards more of a streamlined action adventure game and away from the RPG roots. I did not like that in two and I did not like it in three. I didn't didn't mind it that much in two just because I think they realized correctly that it was not that important in one. Like the way it was executed, you know, like one was not a super challenging game. It did not require a none, lot of like well, none of them were thinking about. Yeah, games. but it, you know, it, it's then like, well, why do I need a dozen or you know, however many like different slots in this character tree if there's really just kind of like three or four different ways to go with it? Right. You know, let's let's boil it down to like uh, advancing these so, things. So I do think we need to start talking about. Mass Effect 2 versus Forza 3, though. In yes. Terms of, in terms of Mass Effect's role within the series. Okay. I would say, um, on behalf of Mass Effect 2, one little thing, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, again, huge on narrative in games. And I think Mass Effect 2, more than many of the games of the previous generation, I know there's a huge argument for, is there really choice in game, the illusion mm-hmm. of choice? But I think what it did... For the idea of being able to customize your experience within a narrative and a detailed story world in which you found your place in that was huge. Yeah, I think actually all of the Mass Effect are terrible examples of that because mm. it's it's a very binary good bad. Like the in terms of character, in terms of character customization. But if you have, but there's different. There's so many different ways that certain missions and pieces of content can play out yeah, based on okay. how you've that's done it. True. Like yeah. incredible. There's not so many ways. ways. There's Jay. two ways Jay. each mission. Not necessarily. I want you. I want you to pull right trigger. Uh huh. To blow these people up because this guy's talking way too long. I like that. I like that function. Yeah. I never used it because I played you as good. Okay. Did you not use it on uh, Chichanka? When that one, um, I I did the yeah. one Krogan is just talking for like ten <laughs> minutes straight, and he looks at the other character like I don't know, yeah. right right trigger yeah, <laughs> boom yeah I did like that Shepard. So um, I'm not sure what, but besides obviously Mass Effect Two is totally universally loved. I don't know yeah. what kind of influence it had on 
video games, though. For, 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 <coughs> do we really? Do we have to go on influence? It can just be no. we like this game. That's true, but oh, okay. but we've but but a couple things. I think it's difficult to talk about the story merits if we're talking because we need to decide that it is not a great game. We need to decide that it's better than Forza Three, right? Okay, so. While the narrative arguments are interesting and contribute to Mass Effect 2 being a good game, obviously Forza Motorsport 3 is a racing game. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have a narrative component. That would be like arguing that the driving in Forza 3 is better than Mass Effect 2. Right. right? So Forza, so, Which so, it is. So that's why I was talking about influence on games as a whole. It seems like that's been a pretty important component in the way we've been making decisions, thinking specifically about... Um, Minecraft and League of Legends. So that's why I bring up, I'm not sure what impact Mass Effect 2 has had on other games. Well, well, Forza. But, but I think, Forza, Forza is huge. Like Forza, I, But I think that's been a component because we've had a lot of matchups between games that were waffly on or that we don't have a lot invested in and we are falling back on that as... We're falling back on influence as a criteria because we, we don't know how else to make a decision. So let's. But, but so, here we have two games that we we haven't we talked about. All Forza enjoy yet. playing. Like we need. So like we need to get some of this I stuff know, out. I, I kind of went over the, the merits of it. Of course. Okay. Forza Three is a very good driving simulation. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Uh, it has. It's accessible in a way that a lot of those games haven't been. Right. Um. To be fair, I think a lot of that stuff was in two. It started to show up in two, and, and it, three really three made another it. big jump. Three has three has a rewind. rewind. Three added the rewind. It it added. So if you remember in two, you basically had to do all the races in order. Yeah, there was no skipping around whatsoever. And three totally blew that well, up. Two, you could you could skip around between events. Three mm-hmm. three changed the way cars are awarded, which yes. was a big plus because it was kind of broken in two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of customization. The paint shop stuff is incredibly in-depth in right. three, and, well, I think it is in two as well. Um, yeah, Forza 3 is a great racing game. I would say it is the best For racing game that has ever been made. I've not played GT6, I guess. Uh, but uh, Of all the racing games I've played, yeah. it is the best game. What's yeah. that? Yeah. But... Would I rather play the best racing game ever made or a really good action RPG of this this one type in space? I have my own spaceship. I don't know if you're aware. Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere in the spaceship. The galaxy. Uh, I can go in the men's room. I can go in the ladies' room. I would much rather play more Forza 3. I'm the captain. Than Mass Effect 2. I did not finish Mass Effect 2. I'm going to get what? I'm going to get yeah. these. Okay. I can get little model spaceships. Get, I can yeah. buy little model spaceships and put them in the cabin in my big spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby, you're on Team Forza. You I, can yeah. I can I can I can buy cars and then put them in my garage and they're they're full size and then I can use them. So I didn't You don't f- you don't have an actual garage that you're walking around in. It's just a menu that shows a car. That's all. That's fine. Uh, so I didn't finish Mass Effect 2 because I was very unhappy with the way that that game ended. So I got all the way up to the point where you like the ship is blowing up and you're going to lose some people. And uh, I had run out of time. Like I didn't realize that the timer had been counting down or whatever. And so I said, rather than lose anybody on my team, I'm just not going to finish this game. So I never finished Mass Effect 2. Just, just created your own story within that. Yeah. Can't do that with Forza. Oh, well, but I don't think that's a knock against no, it. Like, okay, no, yeah, go play it again. No, I, but I will. I will never go back and finish it. 
Like if I play Mass Effect, the story ended where you wanted it. Yeah. No, because the story ended where I didn't want it, so no. I ended it. But but like you could have you could have gone. You, like you weren't going to lose anyone important. Probably everybody's important. Oh, everybody. Okay, I care about everybody. But the game, like the disc, doesn't dissolve after you've beaten it. You can go. You can get another save and do it again if, to to do it right. It might as well have dissolved, as far you know, as I'm concerned. Bobby just made me think that there is a huge difference separating these two games, and that is heart. Uh, something that Mass Effect Two is rich in, and mm-hmm. Forza Three mm-hmm. uh, lacks. Mm-hmm. It's just metal and pieces now. Forza, Forza Three is all hard. I mean, like Jay said, it's not fair to compare like story elements. It, yeah, it, we have to go on so many different criteria for which one is our favorite. So for me, the thing that particularly made Forza Three special was that it was the first racing game where I felt that the game had had reached like racing games had reached their balance. So I talked about on the last podcast in GT3 how you could cheese your way through it by, you know, getting an F1 car or like smacking into other cars. Forza 2, you could be doing a race and you get all the way to that last lap, you know, you've been driving for 20 minutes, say. You get to the last lap, one bad turn, you're out. And that, you know, it's a video game so that feels unfair. Maybe in real life that that is a thing that happens, but when you're trying to make progress in a video game that feels unfair. And by adding the rewind feature to it, I felt like I was becoming a better racer in these video games because it's, it's massive. Yeah. It totally makes them fun. It's such a key component to add. And it's, like it, and it's not just cheating it either. It's like learning, no, it's like I need to go back and do exit differently because I can't just skip my way through this section. Like maybe, maybe I did break like terribly and I can't recover from this and that's my right. fault. And exactly. I have to learn from it. You but, can't, yeah, you can rewind from, from a total like massive spin out and you can't go back all the way, but it makes you a better driver by allowing you to retry those things in rapid succession. I mean, I ended up driving as a manual in that game because I felt like I was getting better at driving. It wasn't right. just holding down a, like I, I was actually trying to, you know, understand where to shift in turns and all that kind of stuff, which I'd never done in a racing game previously. And I'd played a bunch of racing games previously. Is that comparable to the twist and turns of the Mass Effect Galaxy when you end up on a side mission in an area and one line of dialogue can separate someone getting executed from not? And if they do, then you feel bad. But if they don't, maybe they give you something that changes how you yeah, play. Yeah, because we're talking about something that never right. been done before in that type of game uh, and fixes it. My, Mass my Effect 2 does something oh that's God. been done very well. My favorite part of Mass Effect 2, if to give Mass Effect 2 its props, my uh, favorite part of Mass Effect 2 was the... Leana side mission where you end up playing detective. I thought that was like the best part of that game. And the shadow broker DLC. No, no, no. There, there's a, there's a bit where it's like someone had gone missing and Leana's mother ends up coming back. I can't remember exactly what the whole story of it. Cause I don't pay attention to that stuff that much. Um, but yeah, like that part of that game was super spot on. Awesome. And Morden Solis is a great character, but through and through, I just like mass, or I just like Forza Three better. I I, I think that Mass Effect Two is a better oh. game than JFX, but <laughs> I wish I wish we had our top games of 2010 lists uh, available. I have mine, but I wish I knew what Jay's was. I assume uh, I don't know where mine is. I picked uh, Red Dead, Red right? Dead though. Yeah. But I would like to know where Mass Effect was on your list. I don't just, know. just as a, like a like, what were we thinking in the moment yeah. kind of thing? Oh, it was probably up there. Uh, yeah, if um, anything, I liked it more in the past than now. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's high. It's number two on my list. Yeah. Because yeah. that game's great. That game is very good. Although now I would change it. I'd probably put Picross 3D as number two and Mass Effect as oh, two. Oh, Picross 3D is really good. Yeah. I, I'm 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 happy to let Mass Effect Two go. Yeah. Hey, funny, funny like, enough. Stuff aside, just I like exploring. I like that I'm out here in space. I'm going down to this planet, and it is, you know, what is it? It can be anything. It's it's wildly, you know, Kotor. Space. Kotor was the same way. Yeah, yeah. Kotor, didn't Kotor have as many planets. Kotor One is definitely better than Mass Effect Two. Kotor is a good game. Kotor, game of the generation. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I will. I'll go with Mass Effect Two. I think. I think we're no still reason, I think split. you guys feel more passionately. Yeah. Than I do. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Forza Three is great, despite everything we just Mass, said. Mass Effect Two yeah. is great. I mean, Forza Three is a great game, but like, it, uh, you know, I love this. I love Mass Effect Two, mm-hmm. a game that is very similar to many other games. Mm-hmm. You know, and just slight iterations better than. Arguably the best racing game ever made. But okay. I think it speaks to the strength of Mass Effect 2. Bobby, um, are you still on Team Forza? Or are you switching over? If if there were a chance, I would be on Team Forza. But, you know, we have a rest of a bracket to do. And it doesn't sound like we're going to budge either way. So, given the fact that I also think that Mass Effect 2 is a really good game... Um, you know, I don't know if it's better than Forza. They're being no, assholes I, over here, Bobby. I, I disagree. That is they're, better. They're than... raising the roof and dancing. <laughs> I changed my vote back to Forza Motorsport <laughs> Three. No, I don't. Um, all right. What's I, next? Yeah. Next up, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Gears of War Three. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. 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 I also agree. Great. Having League played, Legends. having played neither of those games. God damn it. <laughs> The worst bracket. Um, Super Mario Galaxy versus Rock Band. Rock Band. Rock Band. Rock Band. <laughs> Rock Band changed video games. It did, but Galaxy is okay. So here's my- Galaxy is a Mario game. Galaxy is a very good <laughs> Mario game. Here's the thing. Galaxy, oh, here's uh, I'll vote Rock Band for the sake of moving us along, but I would like to say that Galaxy is the better game. Nope. I think I think from a game experience, I think Rock Band Two oh, that's, is okay. Is the solid Rock is like uh, no, the rock, rock, I, rock Band Three. Is yeah, game. yeah. But I think as far as like like interface and stuff, it's crazy. I, I think Galaxy is such an incredible game, and it's. It's just really, really amazing. Rock Band, if we're talking about generation and what it stands for and what it did and and kind of that larger picture, the plastic instrument generation, like, you know. Totally. It, like, and, it yeah. has to move on in, in that regard alone, but it should be Rock Band 2 or 3 over the original. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I still think Rock Band is better. I think for this bracket, Rock Band is, be- Rock Band is better, but I think as far as a quality game, Galaxy... Does not get. Nobody's saying Mario Galaxy. Okay, move on. Game. Move on. Go. All right. All right, Bobby. Fallout 3, Witcher 2, Assassination of Kings. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Progress is being made. Oh, okay. All right, Adam. Oh, Jesus. The Walking Dead Season 1 versus Saints Row the Third. <laughs> oh, oh awesome. man. The Walking Dead. 
I'd go Saints Row because I played all of Saints Row. I've not played all of Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Hmm. I have played more Saints Row than Walking Dead because my game kept crashing. I don't know. I actually I don't know because yeah. I don't love The Walking Dead as much as everyone else does. You know. You also don't love oh, Saints, Saints Row very much. Yeah. You know what's in Saints Row? What? Burt fucking Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is in Saints Row. That's true. Uh, someone convince me either way because I'm torn. I have enjoyed both of those, and they have been two of my favorite video game experiences in the in the recent past. Your enthusiasm uh, clearly sells it. No, I, I absolutely love both of them, and have played. Right. I mean, I've hundred percent in Saints Row, mm-hmm. and have gone through all the Walking Dead. I love them both with a passion. This is. This probably isn't the best coming from the narrative video game boy to the guy who doesn't like narrative video game. <laughs> but I think Walking Dead did something very important, both as a game. I mean, Telltale's been doing stuff for ages, and people just yes. haven't been paying attention that they have been – I mean, some people have. Mm-hmm. But they've been taking existing IP and, and doing it justice with a varying quality in the actual game. But they've been yeah. a really great job of adapting. Homestar. You know, Homestar, Back to the Future, Wallace and Gromit, for right. Christ's sake. Like, it's it's very, you know, and, and for them, for the what The Walking did, did, it exploded in a way that just took an existing IP, like what we talked about with Batman, and it did something for the medium of video games. It's just very, very important in that regard. And it got recognized in a way that was surprisingly over the top. Absolutely. With Game of the Year accolades that, that I still am kind of, Shocked at how like Spike TV. Like, yeah, it almost it. became this bizarre thing that it was embraced in such a a way to that extent. Well, I think they like um, the way they translate kind of the scariness and the tension in the choices you make. Yeah, like the fact that you have to make them so quickly, and it's definitely like fucked up choice versus fucked up choice. Yes, like all the time. Just adding that simple timer, like, definitely evokes that 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 sense of. That, that when I think of horror, that's the kind of thing you want. Like these real like life choices, not so much like pops and scares and stuff like that. Yeah. And at the same time, not to like uh, go back on The Walking Dead on any mm-hmm. degree, but and not to over bring up Mass Effect Two, but I feel like the illusion of choice thing is much more guilty in The Walking Dead because The Walking Dead has a lot more of this or this, and then they play it off kind of, and the way they do it is intelligent because if you go back and play it the other way, it's not super different. That character who would have died there, who you didn't pick, is going to die over here. And there's a lot, you know, that character's going to die anyway because someone else is going to pull the trigger. Well, like, there's a lot of that. Sort of. The, the choices are meaningful, but, but the, they splinter off and then come back together. Yes. So, yes, there is definitely some illusion of choice going on there. Absolutely. But, it, but it's not like they're meaningless, if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's and, what and makes they're, it important. And they're extremely meaningful in, like, the way you are building up your character and the choices that they would Which make. makes it my vote. Exactly. Yeah. Because regardless of what's behind the curtain, it's an extremely important kind of mm-hmm. game experience. Well, yeah. and I'm, I don't even think sort of the whole illusion of choice thing is as damning as it has been made out to be in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you feel like you are participating and constructing the narrative in a meaningful way, it doesn't really matter that the ending is going to be the same for right. everyone. Exactly. Um, as long as you feel your story is organic and not just being told to you. Right. So, so it's really good. So, who's voting for Saints Row at this point? Okay, the, oh, walk, oh, the Walking, the Walking League Dead. of Legends. <laughs> walking Dead. Walking Dead. 
what we got? Um, that's a great question. Oh, next up we have The Last of Us and Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. <laughs> the that's, Last of Us. That's awesome. What a fun duo. Ghost Trick. I haven't played it. <laughs> I haven't played either. Oh, God. I've... Okay. Yeah, here's it. Yeah, I've played Ghost Trick and absolutely love it and think more people need to play that game. That's great. Last of Us, I'm, I have barely played it, but I'm well aware of all the things that make it excellent and would have to defer my vote immediately to Jay in that regard. Yeah. Well, here, since ahead, people are not as familiar with uh, Ghost Trick, it's probably worth stating what it is and how it works and what makes it special. Okay. Um, so Ghost Trick is a effectively a puzzle game um, where you are tapping on things on the screen to solve a puzzle. So you play as a character who is dead, trying to uncover the mystery of how he has died. So you've come back as a ghost. And in that process, you can inhabit objects in a room and tinker with them and toggle them on and off to um, cause different reactions from the occupants of the room. So, you know turning on a light here or hitting a horn here is going to cause someone to walk over to this side of the room. Then you like slide a cart in their way and then a glass falls over and then they see something in the, in the area that they hadn't seen previously. So you're drawing their attention to that. And then you're progressing the story further so that each, each of these vignettes moves to its logical conclusion. Um, so it's a like, tinker with everything kind of point and click adventure style figure it out game that has just a constrained enough domain of things to interact with that I can only remember two occasions where I had to look up like, what is it that I need to do here? I just like, can't figure it out. And, um, you know, one time it was like a timing issue. The other thing, it was something I hadn't considered. So, um, the game is done in a animated rotoscoped, uh, style. So all the characters have this, weird fluid movements to them, which is really beautiful and, and, and looks great on the small DS screen. Cause it's, um, like just high enough of a, a density for it to look, to look nice without detracting from, you know, what it is that can make like pixelated rotoscope things look kind of funny. Um, I, it has a lot of great characters in it. Uh, you know, the story of it is, is totally fine. It's not how it's not the actual story, but it is the telling of, um, all these, the interacting lives of all these different characters and how you come to find out that you've died. Um, I, I think it's, it's charming. It's unique. It's beautiful to look at. I love it. I agree with everything Bobby said. Mm -hmm. Um, I will add that, um, what I enjoyed about it most was the, the characters, the narrative, the pacing Mm -hmm. and the style, the mood of it. Things that are all the triumphs of The Last of Us, arguably much more so. Yeah. So um, The Last of Us, I assume people know it's a post-apocalyptic <laughs> world of some sort of like, uh, it's like a fungal outbreak that makes people sort of zombies. Um, but even more like dumb and stuff than that. Uh, it's about a man and a girl who've teamed up to go on this adventure to tell you kind of what the adventure is, even as, as rather spoilerific, but they do an incredible job. Um, again, not having played Uncharted, but it's made by the same people. Um, the, the way you guys talk about facial animations and some of the 
story beats definitely hallmarks of this game uh, on top of all that it's a really really excellent third person shooter um with very um you know well done uh cover mechanics and really well crafted scene sequences it's very rare where you're just kind of running gunning and stuff um you'll have uh situations where you simply cannot do that because you'll just get you'll just lose and get eaten alive the the enemies can't see you so they're all kind of sound based um obviously as soon as you start shooting a gun it, it's pretty bad um, but even some enemies are so strong where you can't melee them, so you've got to, you know, either build traps or think of situations like that. Um, the game never—it's long. Well, I don't know if that's true. It's about ten hours or so, but it never feels like it overstays its welcome. And the way that the—you know—you have this very uh, um, narrow story. The these characters team up and they need to get from point A to point B, all all the way across the United States, basically, and. Through this very simple adventure story, like as you go from place to place and meet person to person, the history of the world opens up, kind of the, the why of the outbreak, um, the kind of dire situation that the world has set itself in becomes clear. Uh, I think one of the ways the story sets it apart from other apocalyptic stories is it's set 30 years after the outbreak. So the world has is now – like everybody's on board with the fact that there's these monsters everywhere. We've started to rebuild, like civilization has kind of adapted to the fact that this is the new status quo. And that's a really interesting world to move around and discover. And as you discover the kind of story history of your two characters, um, especially the character you play as at the end, as I kind of mentioned before, it colors your actions throughout the entire game in a brand new light. Um, uh, and and I, I don't know, man. It's it just – it is a super special, really, really well-polished um, an incredibly good-looking video game. So, all three of you have played Ghost Trick, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Jay, you're the, you're the one who's beaten Last of Us, and Adam, you've played a little bit of Last of Us, yes? Yes. Okay. And I have not beaten Ghost Trick. Okay. The end of Ghost Trick is pretty awesome. Just mm-hmm. from like a just a little story at the end. It's like left turn, left turn, left nice. turn. I have not played either. But my concern with advancing Last of Us is that we're getting like high in the brackets now, and Jay's the only one who can speak fully about it, really. Well, but there's also just kind of we, yeah, I don't the general understanding, and of, that we can't say but too much about I, it. I know, we, I know, like we, really nothing about the Last of Us, and I haven't read much about it, so I, you know, I've never even seen it being played. Kind of, yeah, I feel bad like advancing something that I haven't played in full by myself, but from didn't feel like that when you advanced League of Legends. I feel, I feel, I feel like you should different if it, reasons. If it's very spoilery, I'm never going to play it, Bobby. I don't know about you. I know Bobby's going to play it. I am okay, gonna play it. you should divulge this stuff to me off the air. Mm-hmm. I feel sure. So that but we can, we but can, the spoilery stuff, it's all narrative based. Which, oh well, here's the thing: is Ghost Trick really the game of this generation? Mm-hmm. Equally as much as know. the Last is of Us. <laughs> I, I like I don't know again like Bobby I, uh, I really don't know anything here's about what I would it. say I would not vote for Last of Us as the game of the generation yeah but if somebody came to me and said the best game that I played of the generation is the Last of Us I would not think they were a crazy stupid person right. I can understand I would hear that argument I sure. would not make that argument but there's but all there's I would, I would hear that argument there's so many things about you know a handheld that don't carry the gravitas of a you know, dark story about the end of days and the survival of two people that presented in a cinematic way. And, 
even even if the the gameplay of that is good, like it's hard to draw those qualities out of a handheld. So that shouldn't be a knock against what the handheld is able to do. Um, so if someone were to say, I think Ghost Trick is the greatest game of the generation. Uh, I think if you're apologizing for your game based on the platform it's on, that's a pretty poor argument. No, I'm not, I'm not apologizing. I'm, not, I'm saying that you should not consider, people should not consider that to be a detriment. Like, you can't just say, oh, well, because this game is highly cinematic, uh, it carries more emotional weight, therefore it has more impact and should be a greater game. I'm saying that th- this is a game that uses its uh, platform very well. It uses the touchscreen in a cool way that usually touchscreen-based games, uh, you know, touching often gets in the way of it. So you're kind of using it like a cursor, or even when it appeared on uh, iOS, just being able to to tap on the screen on those direct things. Um, I think that those are all great qualities. So it seems right for someone to say, oh yeah, The Last of Us is one of the greatest games of generation, because it's a high production, high budget. But if someone were to say to me that... There are plenty of high production, high budget values that I do not care for. The, 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 the incredible visuals and character design certainly helps, and, and the budget, I think, allows them to do some of that. The, the narrative and the setting don't have much to do with the, the budget, or, or I, I think. Or the, or the gameplay, quite frankly. Like, like it plays really well. Ghost Trick. The Last of Us. I, I abstain. I, I can't say anything yeah, intelligent. You, have, <laughs> and my vote falls to Jay on this. Like, I defer in this. Yeah. I mean, the, to me, The Last of Us seems like a competent third-person shooter with an interesting story. That it, you, you, are, you are wrong. Uh, I mean... Um, Is it a phenomenal no, third-person shooter? You may not... You, so... So you may not like the the story or kind of the some of the comments it's making about video games, blah blah blah. But it is much more than a than a third person shooter. So Bobby, I would say the same thing about Uncharted Two not having played it. To me, that looks like like when I look at Uncharted Two, it looks bad. Like it looks like a game I don't want to play. It looks wholly unremarkable. I know that that's not true based on everybody who's playing that game says it's incredible and has all these amazing moments in it and right. blah blah blah. Jay, is there like a five minute full spoiler pitch you can make about last of us that you can deliver to me in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe even less than that. But you, right, you, you, wanted... you said the deciding factor is not the story. So the... the story certainly adds to the reason the game is good. And, and, but that like, it is also an incredibly fun game to play. That part actually surprised me. I went into The Last of Us somewhat reluctantly because I was like, all right, well, it's a, another third-person shooter. Everybody says, oh, it's this magical, great narrative game, blah, blah, blah. And like I said, some of the reasons it's so good don't really re- reveal themselves until the very end. It's always a good story and a, and a good kind of world-building thing that's going on. But I'm like, this game is really fun to play. As I mentioned earlier on, like every encounter is really well-designed. It doesn't ever feel repetitive. Um, you definitely feel like uh, ammo and weapons are scarce, but in a way that doesn't – it just makes you think about each encounter, never to the detriment of something. Like you know, maybe early on in Far Cry 3 or something. Um, like it, it is a really well-designed, extremely fun game that – I don't know if it does anything incredibly crazy well, but iterates on games that have come before to be like, yeah, this is probably the best example of this type of game that I've, I've played in a little while. I hope people continue to iterate on that. And part of that is because you know, obviously it's quite new. 
All right, we'll do we'll do a vote, majority rules, and then dissenting opinions. Mm-hmm. Dissenting opinions will choose majority. We'll fall on that side. So I vote Ghost Trick. I still vote The Last of Us. Okay. Jimmy? I, uh, I guess The Last of Us. Okay. Like, Adam? I abstain. In, you can't abstain. <laughs> unless there's something like crazy about Ghost Trick. I mean, like, because I've seen video of it being played. So I haven't played the whole thing, but I, I think I have a handle on like what you are doing in mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just some like Unless the actual like plot of that is so amazing, Plot's you have pretty played good, both. Yeah, but it's yeah, the, trick, you know the the plot is good, but the the plot isn't the point of it. Like Adam said, it's mostly about the way that they characterize individuals in, in each of these scenes. That is and what a Pomeranian, yeah, named Missile. It does have a Pomeranian. <laughs> Who's one of the best characters in video games? Ever. But but um, yeah. yeah, but like I'll, I'll take all of that into account if it's like the characters uh, in it and whatnot are. Super fantastic. I think it is also really fun. Last of Us is my understanding. And Last of Us does something with acting and character development and performance that is just top of the line for last generation. And so you're trying to put that in the same bit as some really fun, fun characters in, you know what I mean? So you're looking Mm -hmm. for this kind of heavy, thoughtful, cinematic, polished, expensive experience, or are you looking for something that's intelligent and fun and unique and designed very well for the device it's on? You're comparing apples to oranges through and through, and it's very hard for me to throw a vote in when I think The Last of Us is an extremely important game for video games, period, but things like Ghost Trick do need to be put out there, and at the same time, is whatever is finally decided here going to move on in the next round of the brackets? Probably not. So, Uh, you know. Last of Us, I felt like. So I'm going to continue abstaining at the same time. I feel like Jay, as the only one who's played both of these games, has kind of, when we reach an impasse, has a, has a moment to yeah. to throw him a half vote from my bin. I'm not, I'm not sure what to do with all of this. Jay, you have played both. Yes. You prefer Last of Us. Yes. I'll, okay, I'll accept that. Well, I, again, again, with the caveat, I, I have I have played several hours of Ghost Trick. I have not beaten the game. I have not, uh, you know, okay. I, I like it. Uh, what I played quite a bit. The, I mean, the end is just the puzzles ramp up, and then there's kind of some fun story at the end. But you've got the gist if you've played half of it. Lobby. All right, so we have two Last of Us, one abstain- abstention, and a Ghost Trick. So. That means that there are two Last of Us, which is greater than one Ghost Trick, which means that The Last of Us moves on. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe when I get the game and send it down or pick it up at MAGFest, uh, you, you will totally you might not validate. like it better than Ghost Trick, but that's what, I, that's what I was getting at. Like, you won't think it's just a, a third-person shooter. Oh, sure. You know. Okay, I'm going to write down The Last of Us. All right. During our six of debates. Yeah. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare versus Journey. <clears throat> Journey. Uh, journey. Modern yeah, Warfare. Journey. Fuck, really? Yeah. I I just didn't like Journey as much as everyone else did. I don't I I also did not like Journey as much as everybody else did, but I I don't really like oh, multiplayer shooters. So I, I, um, and I also don't like multiplayer shooters. And so <laughs> I'm mostly thinking about just considering the the single player campaign and yeah. the fun I had playing that. I think Journey's Journey's cool. It's not yeah, like it's the, cool. the greatest thing ever, but it's yep. like 
the way pretty the way they handled multiplayer was interesting. It's totally interesting. It is gorgeous. Yep. Uh, so, Bobby, are you voting for Call of Duty or Journey? Uh, well, I'm still, vo- I'm still voting for Call of Duty unless I okay. can be convinced otherwise. So, I'll talk about the things I did like about Journey. So, yeah. um, I played Journey in one sitting, so that's always a plus. You know, any game that makes you want to like see it all in one go is definitely good. So, it's not necessarily um, a knock against Journey to be picking Modern Warfare over it. Um, the parts of that game that I thought were like special really had nothing to do with what I consider to be the hook of the game, which is like trying to go on the journey with somebody else. You know, I had two players pop into my game probably when I played it. And for a while I probably just had a, you know, a CPU character uh, uh, along with me. And so uh, the, the fact like interacting with someone else and doing the little chirp sound to draw their attention like that stuff wasn't as cool as like the bit where you are like flying up the tower and you're like boosting yourself along like the jellyfish tentacle looking things mm-hmm. like that, that part of it was a whole lot of fun. Um, so it had, it had its moments, but I think like overall as a package, I didn't, I wasn't like, Oh wow, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in the ending. Or I can't believe you, you know, you're up there and you're trudging along in the snow. Um, I like I would I would give Modern Warfare like equal highs and lows in terms of the the things I enjoyed doing in it. Um, Modern Warfare is good. I mean that single player campaign, multiplayer aside, the single player campaign of Modern Warfare is probably my favorite single player or like it, campaign of of any any shooter. It's hard in my head because the multiplayer for one and two blur together. So I can't say with any um, certainty like which things that I like were introduced in right. one and which one in the other. Mm-hmm. Like the emblems and title and stuff, were those from two? Were those in, in the first one? No, no I don't know. No yeah. idea. You see, exactly. <laughs> I, liked, the, I liked that the stuff. The core like, perks-based level-up system that, that absolutely, absolutely is, is one. Four. Or one. Uh, um, yeah, for one. Yeah. Marvel for, for one is really good. Yeah. I, I, it's certainly more influential. Yeah. I would I would hear a Call of Duty argument. I can go with that. Um, who who uh, like did anyone love did. Journey? Hmm? Huh? No, I. Um, so Modern Warfare, I think, does win in the bin of money's business influence and kind of, you know, how it's impacted that genre moving forward. Yes, absolutely. The only reason I cast my immediate vote for Journey is uh, story, and I think it does. A lot more. It, it tells story in a way that you know. Yes. With communication and with with so little words, and um, I haven't actually played Journey. I've just seen playthroughs oh. of it and read mm-hmm. about it and met the dude who wrote it thing, um, and and heard like their take. I've I've listened to them, and so I'm biased in that. And then I've heard them dissect the idea of telling a story. And why they did that the way they did. So I'm kind of heavily biased and could be swayed either way on this. Well, I think um, Modern Warfare is a victim of its own success because we've yes. seen so many. Wait, are we talking about video true. games or real life? <gasps> <gasps> That's probably true. I mean, like yeah. it was wildly revolutionary when yeah. it came out. I think it's great. I, 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 I think I'm, I'm going to change my vote. Modern yeah, Warfare. Me too. I'll go Modern Warfare. 
Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. All right. Man, sorry, Journey. And sorry to all the people who think that we are assholes now. All right. So you thought we were going to have a quick final round. Think again. Bobby, who we got? Is this final round? Well, no. This is the the final uh, matchup of round two. Oh, okay. All right, Bobby, who do we got? (laughs) Skyrim. Grand Theft Auto Five, The Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim, and Grand Theft Auto Five, Skyrim, 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 Grand Theft Auto Five. Skyrim, Skyrim. Skyrim. Someone put an argument in for Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim is absolutely my favorite game of this generation, if not one of my most favorite games of all time, and a lot of it is personal um emotional connections that i don't expect to like make an argument to everyone but goddamn, i love that game i added up i think i've played 185 hours oh my god that's a lot of hours i've played a lot of skyrim i, I think like i wish i had a count for stuff that i have played for like decades like civ 2 that i've been playing on and off you know mm-hmm. since i was 10 or whatever I'm pretty sure I've played Skyrim more than anything else. And I love it so much. And it's by no means perfect, but it is the best type of that game uh, that I think has been made. At least the best type of the game that I've played, you know? Um, the th- I, I like Fallout 3, and I like New Vegas, and I played a good amount of Oblivion. Didn't like it that much. No. But goddamn, they finally figured it out in Skyrim to kind of get rid of a lot of those rough edges, figure out the things that broke those sorts of games, <laughs> like quest givers getting lost, um, and just like the, the weird mechanical stuff. It's like, now I'm going to be locked in staring at this person from a fixed perspective. Getting rid of some of that stuff and just making this giant world to explore in. It, impossibly giant. And it is, it is amazing. I mean... I took off time from work to play that game. Um, it's just like, you know, being in my teeny little apartment in San Francisco, not really knowing people in the city, you know, not having, um, not having tons of places to go. Cause when you live, like when you live in San Francisco, Oddly enough, it is a much more constrained, less cosmopolitan life than you might live in any other like suburb place because it's much harder to get out of the city to go to places. So mm-hmm. you're stuck in this urban environment. You're seeing the same thing day after day for months on end. Um, and being able to go through like birch forests and see leaves change was so gratifying to me. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, um, it's an escape. <clears throat> it, it is... It's it's amazing. Um, and I think they really got lucky in terms of they finally nailed the technical aspect. At the same time, mm-hmm. they picked the perfect setting for it because going to Skyrim and dealing with the Nords, automatically they get a ton of pre-built culture and architecture and literature by borrowing from Norse tradition. Right. And a variety of environments. So much of what we just assume, like associate with fantasy is Norse. If you think of so much modern fantasy is borrowing from Tolkien and Tolkien was straight up ripping off uh, Norse legends. Um, like I love Skyrim, like Skyrim 
prime system sellers for me in the next generation. Like, I will wait to see what Bethesda announces next and what um, what specs they're putting out for it to determine, am I going to get a new PlayStation? Am I going to get a computer? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. That is how much I love Skyrim. I also, so I put in... Fucking Dragon talks to you. <laughs> I know. Give or take... 20 hours of pause screen my final count i think was 110 hours so lines around yeah you know, and i didn't i went to like seven of the nine cities right um i have a thousand points i, I, I didn't play any details. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff i haven't done yet yeah it's crazy the i think what people like about minecraft is kind of what i like about skyrim so um it has room for exploration but it also has room for tinkering so i spent a stupid amount of time breaking the game's economy by um, enchanting daggers and selling that off and like going from town to town and just getting as much money as possible. Like for no, no good reason, just because I, I enjoyed the fact that I could hoard all the money um, that I could possibly get my hands on. So I spent a dumb amount of time doing stuff like that. I was obsessed with like getting as much of the map as possible. So I would just wander off in the wilderness and like look for wherever the next point that I could possibly undiscovered location I could get to was and just head in that direction. Um, so just walking around in that game was fun to me. Um, I thought, I thought I wouldn't like a game like Skyrim. I thought what made fallout three work for me was the fact that it used guns and, that it you know didn't have a fantasy setting because I never consider myself like a fantasy person like I I haven't read much in the way of that I'm familiar with Lord of the Rings and that's kind of it in terms of my fantasy so it's the setting has never really done anything for me and you know being able to play as an elf using a bow and arrow so I'm still kind of shooting um, in this game allowing me to sneak around like I have I don't feel like I've ever played a game where I've been able to sneak as well as this um, given the perks you know, trying to play sneaking characters and say Deus Ex. So it was the game that allowed me to play the exact kind of game I wanted. And that is surprising. We're all really emotionally attached to our video games. <laughs> and that's really great. But the question we've set here to answer today is, is what is the game of the previous generation? I mean... I could take the the eloquence, eloquent, eloquent, the eloquence, <laughs> that's ironic, speech that Jimmy gave earlier and substitute Grand Theft Auto V for Skyrim. Um, I have I've given a chunk of my life to that game. I, well, you guys were talking, I just did my math, and I've put over 150 hours into Grand Theft Auto V, <laughs> if you include Whoa. Grand Theft Auto Online. And now I shouldn't play it anymore now that I've done those numbers. Ah. <laughs> yep. And um, I will... How, how did how did you come up with that number? I believe you. Rockstar the, Social Club. It oh, keeps track oh, of every okay. minute for every Got character it. and Got every it. possible action. Got it. So I just went and added my three characters plus my online. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you were thinking like, well, I usually play from 70, five at night to four in the morning. <laughs> 73 of that is online. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's about half Whoa. of it's been online. I, I mean, I beat the game, and I put in almost exactly 30 hours into it. I have 100%ed it, which is a separate endeavor. It's a separate <sighs> endeavor, and I still have not seen everything in the game. Wow. Wow. 
you can still you can get a hundred percent. I've gotten. I, okay, I, there's two different things to be said here. One is the personal, and one is the argument. Right on a personal yeah. level, I have found that game like endless in the discovery and the kind of exploration in the anything can happen. It is truly a sandbox. And as someone who loves the sandbox genre, the open world genre, like to me, it is just the never ending sandbox, especially when you get into online mm-hmm. and you get in there with people, you know, it's just like a riot and they haven't even released all the content for it yet. And they promise things will continue to go up. And, mm-hmm. and to that extent, it still holds a lot of promise um, on top of what they've already delivered. If the conversation is what is the greatest game of this previous generation, I think from a technical standpoint, what that game does on previous gen hardware is outstanding, is phenomenal, um, both in a single player and multiplayer aspect. I think, yeah. Uh, um, so to put your argument into context, have you played Skyrim? I have not played it the extent you guys have. It's my <laughs> no, brother-in-law's no, no, no. favorite, so I've like ran around towns talking to people and like okay. stealing shit and having the people get really pissed off and watched him play it for hours and hours and know how passionate he is about it. It hasn't been my cup of tea. Right. So I specifically ask in terms of like technical arguments. Yeah, it's technically boy, oh boy, phenomenal. Like those, both, of the, both the games are, I mean, you're yes. talking to, I think GTA 5 is a tremendous game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in terms, but so it's interesting in terms of Anything can happen in terms of scope, in yeah. terms of technical capabilities. It's like, well, hmm, there's some negation happening there. And if you want to talk about like kind of anything can happen, like I got to give it to Skyrim. Like they that both is a do much, that. you know. Yeah. Um, th- certainly, they both look fantastic. They both push the hardware to its limits. Skyrim a couple years earlier. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's kind of why I, I asked because if if I having played both of these games, right. If I was going to make an argument for Grand Theft Auto Five, these are not the arguments I would be making. Well, I haven't gotten to my argument. I understand. Okay. I understand. So this is this. I'm like kind of, kind of mumbling, bleeding out the personal side of my mouth, being like, mm-hmm. I feel an attachment to this game that, Which like is some important. of the other ones here, I feel ah, if you've played both of them for an extent of time, <laughs> yeah, that you have an assessment over them that I cannot, as someone who's only sure. familiar with Skyrim and oversaturated in GTA. From a last generation standpoint, I feel like this game, more than many of the others we discuss, puts kind of this finish line on the software of the previous generation. Kind of says, this is what's happened as far as cinematic play, as narrative design, as gameplay design. And it it takes a lot of those things and kind of presents a final story to that. But from a business standpoint, as the highest grossing as the fastest piece of media to ever reach a billion dollars, you know, to do so in less than three days has made it from a financial business, pop culture standpoint, one of the most important pieces of media of the previous generation. I mean, we can talk about business in regards to models and standards, but we can also talk about it in regards to the industry and video games in general. We can talk about bleeding into pop culture and the news and kind of that whole machine. And I feel like GTA is much more impactful in kind of the greater scope of the world media than Skyrim. You know, I feel like they do a lot of the same things as far as I'll I'll step back and say, okay, in terms of grand theft auto. Yes. I think you're right. In terms of grand theft auto five. Well, I'm not sure. Um, in terms of like impact, obviously it sold extremely well. Better than any game ever. 
Um, I'm not sure how impressive that is to me cause, because Skyrim is also extremely commercially successful. Mm-hmm. I don't have any numbers, but I know it sold extremely well. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, I think, in, in just in terms of sales, benefits from coming from a series which has always been very broadly popular in exactly. the way that yeah, it's um, visible. Yeah, Halo or Call of Duty is. Skyrim is much more niche, but at least in terms of kind of like the tech game right. like nerd sector, mm-hmm. I feel like as broken wide there. Totally. In the same way that all terrible memes are. Everyone plays Skyrim and watches Doctor Who, basically. <laughs> I mean, one yeah, of the things it's terrible. that I'm going to have trouble here with yeah. is I think half of what makes the GTA thing is the, is the Grand Theft Auto Online mm-hmm. experience, which when I hear you guys talk about Borderlands, mm-hmm. like that's the kind of feeling that I've had through playing GTA Online with friends. Right, right. It's like, you just need to come and play co-op and then you'll totally get it. Like yeah. This is the kind of play that has the like the toy box of Minecraft, but with that same kind of, hey, look, I can do this, that you would get wandering any open world mm-hmm. in, a, in a game as successful as Skyrim or GTA V. You know? And it's, it's with those powers combined. I also feel like it's going to be a really uphill battle to convince yeah. you gentlemen of this. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, I've, I've played, what, the three hours of GTA, probably mm-hmm. at your house? Yep. And that's it. Yeah. And it's good. But I can't put it ahead of this yeah. game. You haven't even seen the things that make it, of, you haven't even seen the things that make it up, you know, to be yeah. the, the best that it is. This matchup right here could be the final bracket. Like, it, if we had, you know, coordinated this thing ourselves, like yeah. we, we could be having that argument, so. Yeah, if the seating was better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this just it happens to be the way this this falls. So I think that based on the number of people who have played both and who and who love both and can speak highly about both, it, it does sound like Skyrim just edges it out almost as a, a technicality. Wait, are we not? We're not doing the vote thing. We're not. Oh no! I'm just. I'm just. I'm bringing us to the point. <laughs> I'm bringing us to no. the point where we can. We could. We've agreed that it's okay if you want to concede, but everybody needs to agree we move yeah. on. Yeah. No, I can concede. I mean, I mean, this is pulling in DLC, obviously. Which, but, yeah, of course, and we've been but, doing that. But stuff all, you can do in Skyrim include building a lesbian coven in the woods. Yeah. Um, riding dragons, which is straight up like broken in the greatest way. <laughs> Um, you can compose poetry. Mm-hmm. Is that one quest? That's pretty good. Yeah. God, Skyrim's a really great game, guys. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> All right, Votes. yeah, Bobby. So I guess we'll say Skyrim moves on. I, I think it's worth saying that GTA Five is an excellent game, and Bobby, you're totally right when you say that GTA Five would beat a lot of games yeah. on this list. I mean, it's it, very far. It is it is phenomenal, and as someone who was kind of down on GTA five for a little while for me to take this position. It surprises myself, but I feel like you played online for 20 hours. You take an even higher position on it. Yeah. It does things in an online co-op game that mm -hmm. no one else has ever done. I just don't know my rockstar social club password. That's fine. (laughs) And I've never bothered to need that. I've never bothered to recover it because I can't, I can't sign in. Right. 
What, to online? Yeah. No, that just gives you perks. The online yeah. just gives you extra oh. cars and guns and stuff. Right. Oh. That's all you got to do is just click over to online. Oh. And then it becomes a fourth character in your selection wheel. It just like huh. seamlessly integrates. I, I need to do that. You're right. I should give that some time. But that, that game cannot be truly judged until... All right, well, then we will adjourn and play that, and then that's going to come back. Day. All right, so are we doing round three? Are we move on? Yeah, Skyrim. 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 Edges. Edges out, GTA 5. Round three, let's move it on. Let's see how fast we can do this. Street okay. Fighter 4 versus Bioshock. Bioshock. Street Fighter 4. Bioshock. I'll concede Bioshock. Yeah. Minecraft versus Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Again, Red Dead just like scooting through without having to say anything about it. Well, it's, it's a great game. It's an incredible game. <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum versus Borderlands. 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 Grand Theft Auto Five. I'll I'll concede. Okay. Um, League of Legends versus Portal Two. Portal League of Legends. Two. <laughs> you assholes. How come? Wait. How come? How come Portal Two is on the list and not Portal? Portal Two. Well, oh, I don't know. Ooh, good question. Well, let's not do that because yeah. But I just like hey. we could argue mm. all kinds of stuff in here. Yeah. I I enjoyed Saints Row Four more than Saints Row Three because Portal Four is pretty good. Portal's yeah. the greatest game it's of all time because they yeah. Portal's it's more fun because they take away all the. Uh, Whoa! What was that? I mean, yeah, Portal Two was okay. what I don't know. You all just sounded like you have like fallen into a hole. Oh. Uh, Okay, so does everybody say Portal 2? Like Portal, okay, Portal 2. League of Portal 2. Shut up. Uh, Mass Effect 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Uh, what was the first one? Mass Effect 2 versus Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood. No. Uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Abstain. No, Mass Effect. I would still only want to play. Okay. I don't know. Yes, I would, I would be fine to say Mass Effect. Oh, no. No, I'll Brotherhood I'll is a massive, good game and does some great things for the series. But okay, and you, and and that's because I you know, I think I like all right, screw it. I like Mass Effect better than Assassin's Creed, even though I'm playing like I don't, I don't know, I like Assassin's Creed a lot. Yeah, Rock Band Fallout Three, Rock Band, Rock Band <sighs> Fallout Three. I want to say Fallout Three. Again, if this were... I, I, I like Fallout 3 better. Yeah. I, I think Rock Band is probably so here's, the more important game. And I want to consider, like, I think it's junk. With the way they filter things out, I think it's junk that Skyrim and Fallout 3 are both on this list. Yeah, because dumb. Because Skyrim is much better. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're basically the same. Well, so, yeah. They are, I mean, I mean, they're Bethesda totally. RPGs. They're, they yeah. are, right. Um, they are? Uh-huh. Gene <laughs> Rock Band is if we're talking for the same reasons we brought Rock Band to this this yeah, round exactly yeah. one of the major hallmarks of this generation was I have plastic instruments that I have to take care of in my living room yeah. and you know but it's critical it's absolutely in a way that Fallout um, not to knock against it but but wasn't you know like the game of the generation Fallout, Fallout Three has big problems that I think are. Endings really bullshit. Fixed. The ending is ending total is bullshit. Bullshit within the logic and context yep. of the world. Yep. Um, they do some weird things with the series canon. Right. It's kind of boring to mm-hmm. just walk around. 
Yep. I mean, I mean, visually, not that interesting. Did yeah. you vote for Fallout 3? Yeah, Fallout 3 is a great game. Fallout 3 is a great game. It's better than Witcher 2. And Just Cause 2, yeah, which is beaten. I think I'll probably have to go with, with Rock Band. I'd like Fallout 3, but I don't know if I can advance it over. No. So is everybody on Team Rock Band? Yeah, I switched to Rock Band. Okay. okay. I think about I think about like Adam said you know adopting plastic instruments going out and buying it that that first time and Crazy. just inviting people over to your house in the same way that Guitar Hero you know brought everyone together and right. and the staying power that it had through its sequels it just wasn't a it wasn't a fluke right no, it lasted for years it, you know set up set up a lot to come so it wasn't like Donkey Kong Bongo Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong. Kong. Like amazing right that game was kind of good yeah Ooh. it was all right yeah. I'm not going to knock Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah that's great. It didn't have any staying power. But it didn't have staying power. But well, all right, Bobby, what's next? Call of Duty 4. No, nope, that's War- not what's next. Uh, the Walking Dead, Season 1, and The Last of Us. Oh, wow. How did that happen? Walking Dead? Walking Dead. I'm going to say Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is better Okay, game. cool. That's cool. After all that. After all that hoobanani. Um, and then the last one is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare versus Skyrim. 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 All right, now we're getting down. We've got the final eight here. Bioshock, Red Dead Redemption. Red, Red Dead. Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Yes. Yep. I still love Bioshock. I think I love Bioshock too, and I think I actually think Red Dead yeah. learned a lot from Bioshock. But goddamn, Red Dead! Red Dead's so fucking good. There were times playing GTA Five, and I was like, "Man, I just want to. I want to go back and play some Red Dead." This one, this Borderlands Portal Two. Borderlands. I I don't like Portal Two as much as everyone else does. I thought it was a very good game, um, but I. <sighs> You know, it just didn't do anything special for me. Portal two, and I've always, I've kind of always felt that way. Portal two, Portal two. Mm. This portal, this is Portal two is. <coughs> um, I'm, 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 hesitant, I'm hesitant to say the best, but it, it's one of the best single player experiences I've ever had because it started out like a plus quality mm-hmm. and did not ever go down like never Agreed. not a single moment that i've never played a game that knew when to move on like portal 2 did like just just when it yeah. might have started to get tired like, oh here's a new mechanic here's a new area here you go and to be fair had that problem with borderlands honestly mm-hmm. about when you get to the um like the salt flats or whatever yep when you're fighting baron flint kind of gets a little long moving on to like the end game and then that is a bit drawn out yeah the reason borderlands is so good is the collection and the co-op experience yeah it's definitely a a, a bit of a grind by yourself but again like that's what we've said that's the greatest part of borderlands it's the best co-op game ever yeah so so it it almost gets to the point where like the missions and story don't matter because the the gameplay is fun the um, the camaraderie is fun. The getting new weapons is fun, et cetera, et cetera. Stephen Merchant Stephen. is in Portal 2. God, yes. So good. Stephen Merchant's in Borderlands. No. No? He's not? That's not, a, that, that's not a true thing. That's not uh, true. I thought I could just say stuff. I don't know. I'm, I don't know why I didn't like Portal 2 as much as everyone else did. I can't put my finger on it. 
and and it's been long enough that I don't have the right perspective on to to say what it was. So co-op in that game is really good too. I w- I would like to speak on behalf of story and okay. say that Portal Two more than many games in the previous generation integrated story into gameplay in a truly fantastic way. Mm-hmm. With voiceover. Well, with vo- but the way that you interact with the characters and the way that the characters are changing the environment on the fly and what they do with GLaDOS in that and how Wheatley comes from serving as your tutorial level to your nemesis, like spoilers all over the, like a lot of that is just the way it's built into the game world. And I I feel like it took everything about the first game and cranked it up and stayed up. It was good. Yeah. God, their seventies logo is amazing. Oh my god, the aperture logo? Yeah. Yeah, the like rainbowy, the like red, orange, yeah, yellow. Yeah, logo. it's like not quite Apple and it's not yep. quite like Comfort In. This <laughs> <laughs> is something for hu- well, Borderlands is humor and game, but it's funny that you get to yeah. the the humor and game examples here. Because it's my understanding Borderlands does humor pretty well, but nah. Portal Two is mm-hmm. like Portal Two funny. Portal does 2 does deliberate humor better. Much better, yeah. I remember saying that I thought that Portal Two was overwritten at the time. Like that, there was just like too yeah, I much. I recall that there there are bits. I think when you get Glados, where you feel like she doesn't have to be talking to you all that much. Yeah, like Potato Glados. Yeah, yeah. Where she's just she's saying stuff, and it's not advancing the story. Sure. It's the Borderlands Two problem, where it's like callbacks to the first game that people who like the internet would appreciate. But I don't think it got that bad. No. There is there's exactly one cake reference, yeah. which I think is the right amount because any less and it would have felt dishonest since it's such a big part of the first game, yeah. and any more it would have been annoying. And they do pull on some heartstrings near the end with trying to give some actual for a game that has so few characters, the mm-hmm. amount of heart they're able to yes. give it just through that like voiceover and the sense of environment is phenomenal. Right. It's a very impressive game. And it's a puzzle game, damn it. It's a puzzle game. Yeah. It's a really good puzzle game. All right. I'm sorry, Bobby. Yeah. Portal 2. I don't like it. Pour pour one out for Borderlands. That's how it has to be. Mass Effect 2 versus Rock Band. Came to this very quickly. Um, Mass Effect. Rock band. Rock band. <laughs> there we go. Gotcha. Mass Effect 2 with a very much could be swayed to rock band. It's, now we're getting to apples and oranges. Yeah. It's yeah. like rock band is, is perfect for the previous generation for a very solid reason. And... I yeah, it's so emblematic of the, gen- of the generation. generation. But it, like, we get into this bucket where you're like, what does the phrase mean mm-hmm. to you? Of course, of course. And because it's not pinned down, now it's like, well, Rock Band completely epitomizes one thing that I would put in that bucket, yeah. and Mass Effect 2, another. I have multiple Mass Effect art books. <laughs> Plural. Jay has Lego I, I Rock have, Band. <laughs> I have purchased two full sets of Rock Band instruments. <laughs> uh, I have purchased... Uh, every Rock Band expansion, the Lego and the uh, ACDC and the Green Day. I have Beatles. Per- Beatles, of course. Oh, Beatles I, have, good. I have purchased the yeah, Beatles. Great. I've purchased additional symbols oh, wait. to plug into to my be drums. Fair. To be fair, 
you bought those to expand your song list in Rock Band 3. Um, Not Rock Band 1. So they are compatible with Rock Band 1? But, no, but the, yeah, by that time, I was playing Rock yeah. Band 3. Jimmy's argument I here is... Two. I don't know. More money on Rock Band DLC than I should ever admit to myself. Oh, and yet God. I named mm. a mixed CD I made last year, Elcor Hamlet, because I was that attached. <laughs> Did he just release that? I pay money for that. Elcor Hamlet, right? Yeah. Just a reading? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but they, the joke was that it was days long. So, yeah. Well, still. Bobby? Um, I'm trying to think. My, my argument for Rock Band was... It seemed like it was something that couldn't have been done previously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Number one, like, particularly... Well, no, that's, that's not... I can't say that because there wasn't wireless instruments for the first Rock Band. Um, it was like, like maybe like a level of commitment or something that I couldn't imagine on previous platforms. Um, there were wireless instruments for the first rock band. They did not come with the bundle. Oh, okay. Um, there were not wireless drums, but there were wireless guitars. I just, I can't imagine rock band working on the PlayStation or original Xbox. And I don't know in particular what, like what it is about that setup. Like, is it, is it just like a matter of timing and cultural thing? Or was my, am I just not creative you mean, enough? Like working as a game or working technically? Like, because like uh, Guitar Man and that stuff is that dates back to what PS2. PS2. Mm-hmm. Sure, I mean, and Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero on works. PS2. Yeah. Um, maybe it has something to do with like uh, the Rock Band Network in particular, the, the expansion of the thing. Yeah, like the infrastructure part, wouldn't. Yeah. Part of the uh, part of the it's promise. Definitely something that relies on everyone being online and right knowing to buy DLC. and having hard drives. Yeah. yeah. Part of the promise was if you, if you make this commitment to all these instruments, we're going to provide more for you. So it's not just a one time thing. Uh, right. We, we will continue to update this and continue to innovate. It's a weird so, idea. You're buying a platform. Right. Um, yeah. and, and for them to get so many people on board with playing, uh, right. you know, paying for that platform. Um, rock band was also just a whole lot of fun. Like it's fun to, it's fun Super. to play by yourself. But it's also, but it's you know fun to play with other people. Yeah. Um, it is. It is a game that could get everybody involved. So mm-hmm. you know you have See, a party. I feel like and- we're not going to. I don't think we can sell you on Mass Effect, Bobby. Your feelings are clear, Jay. I know you think it is not the best Mass Effect game, but I think both Adam and I could be sold on Rock Band. Mm-hmm. So we should probably just go with Rock Band. <laughs> Okay. I mean, they both win for different reasons in my yeah. book. So if it comes down to only one of them wins for whatever reasons in another book, it's a process of elimination here. Mm-hmm. I think I think the things we're saying about Rock Band, as far as like could have been done, the infrastructure of it, and like, it probably won't be done again. Right. I think. Well, we never know. You could, you know, they're they're doing freaking uh, wave your arms around conductor crap for the Connect in the next generation, right? The like, fact that they're going down on Connect makes me know that we're not going to get another Rock Band, <laughs> at least not soon. Rocksmith is about to come out. Rocksmith 2014, where you're hooking up real instruments. So Rocksmith to it. is super impressive, but I don't want to hook up real instruments to it. But somebody I does. Want, I and the w- fact that it exists. I'm not saying it's not cool, but that's not Rock Band. That is a that is a different thing. Like, what if somebody made a really really good like space? Wait, game? what are we talking about? Like I, the idea that it's not gonna. I don't know. No, no. Rock Band. Uh, that Rock Band seems like lightning in a bottle. Can that, you can you write Rock Band down? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Write, 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 write it down. Let's keep going. Okay. Next. 
The Walking Dead versus Skyrim. Skyrim. Walking Dead. Skyrim. Skyrim. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. I'm going to write down Skyrim. Yeah, you write down Skyrim. All right, the guys. Down to the final four. Walking Dead. (laughs) Oh, do you want to argue for Walking Dead? I don't think there's any convincing any of you. If anyone is anywhere near a fence, but... um, Can I? Can I? I mean, like I, I don't know who loves the Walking Dead video game more than I do. I mean, you're probably up there. Like I think that game is fucking great. That said, I think if we're talking last generation, some of the stuff that we're talking about with Rock Band, it's very interesting that the Walking Dead, in some ways, got as famous and as acclaimed as it did, like near the end of the generation cycle using a game that is equal looks equally as good on a cell phone. And there's something mm-hmm. crazy about the fact that the way they did it was through an emotional story driven experience that made it accessible to people of all ages across. Yeah. Like there's no other game that I own that so many people who are non video gamers will sit down and engage with it the whole way through and have a transformative experience with it. And I think the way it treated a pre-existing IP, like Walking Dead on video game, is arguably better than Walking Dead on movie. It's better than the other horrible Walking Dead video games. Like, well, it's de- it's better than the show. It's better than like the other video. It game. took an existing IP, and it's, like we talk about Batman, we're like, man, Batman really did a great job with existing IP and video games in a way. Walking Dead, I feel like that tenfold. I mean, I've pl- I've read the first Walking Dead comic, mm-hmm. and I've played the first Walking Dead episode. Yeah. I think Walking Dead, the game, is better than the comic. I think, oh, well, I've seen say, I think the game is better than much of the comic. Mm-hmm. The comic the comic kind of ebbs and flows, and its highs are pretty goddamn cool. Mm-hmm. And the comic um, benefits from being, like, serialized and can, like, snowball up to stuff and then, like, you know, do crazy big releases in the way that they, the game can't pace. But... Um, yeah, it's it's at least as good, if not better, than the comic. I think I think the writing in it, I think the acting in it, I think the world of it. I mean, you think about Skyrim and how it's amazing because you have this expansive world and anything can change. And yet, the story world they were able to develop with you as a, a passive person walking, you know, just got a sense of a world that you didn't even see. That they did so much with so little in The Walking Dead. I think was a pretty incredible achievement unto itself. But yeah, it's 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 about being the game of the generation, and I think. This is Story Boy again. I think the fact that it brought this focus back to story and this focus to small studio and this, you know, that, that is something very important for the previous generation. Um, it was an important game, and some of this cool stuff that's happening now as we go into the next generation wouldn't be happening if The Walking Dead didn't have the critical and commercial success it did. That's my argument. So Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll go with Walking Dead. I'll change my vote. What? No. Don't do that. That's, that I like Skyrim. Is. I'll say in defense of Skyrim's story, um, it is not a game designed around its story. It's not, not, never been its strong point. But the story is not bad. The main plot line is, you know, it gets you there. But there are there are moments elsewhere in that game and just side missions and like one off things that are 
I think engaging, not to the extent that The Walking Dead draws you in and is making you make these choices right now and you don't know what to do and it's very tense. But there, are, I think there are still things in Skyrim that are hard decisions to make that obviously is not going to have a super lasting effect on the world. But if you think of your character as an actual character, they mean big things to your character. I had trouble deciding with the um, like the companions quest and all this stuff with werewolves and whatnot. Well, I don't know. Is it a bad thing that we're werewolves? I kind of like being a werewolf. True. That's cool. But like, I don't know. Do I want to go to Sovngarde or do I want to go to werewolf heaven? It's tough. And then you meet like the werewolf god and he's all like, oh. Do I want to cut my arm off or do I not? Do I want to shoot this child in the mm-hmm. face? Do I not? Yeah. Yeah. Do I want to make a decision that could kill 50 people but benefit my five? Do I not? I think, I mean, if we're talking choices, I feel like The Walking Dead, that's what The Walking Dead is. It's just awesomely heavy choices that make you stop and think, you know? I don't know. When it comes to choice, I feel like if there's anything that's about impact on Starwood choice, The Walking Dead walks away with that one. That's one of its strongest traits. It's what makes it memorable. Yes. It's, what, it's a game that makes you want to, you know... Kind of be like, what did you? What did you do? You know, I don't know. I think there's very strong interactive piece. There's things about them that are both very similar. As as different as the games are, yeah. they both use the medium of video games to to, yeah. to put their case out there in a way that they otherwise couldn't. Yeah. Every angle I look at it from, I have a lot of difficulty picking. Mm-hmm. Neither, neither like, of them could be anything other than a video game. Which no, sounds stupid because The Walking Dead is a bunch of other things. Well, but, but, but in terms that, of what that was wrong. Terms, yeah, in terms like, of what this is, you if have the, to play it. If it was just the fact that The Walking Dead story was good, this argument would be over. But it's not. It's mm-hmm. incredibly fun to play. Like it takes advantage of the fact that it's interactive. That's why I kept like thinking. I said they're like, which one did I have more fun playing? I don't know. I had a shit ton of fun playing both of those games. Yeah. They are I, consistently very high. They are high water marks of both of their genres. Um, they're both iterative and, and revolutionary at the same time. Like they, they definitely come from a long history of adventure games or RPGs, but they both wildly elevate that genre. Um, what if I, I said I did not have much fun playing The Walking Dead? I think that's important to say. <laughs> I, think, I think it's important. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd like to say two quick things. One, I would put Walking Dead above GTA 5. Wow. Wow. And two, <laughs> I think it is critical. Uh, another thing that was indicative of this previous generation is episodic content. And mm-hmm. I think the development of releasing video games in a, a cheaper, quicker format, a la TV episodes, has been something new to this generation and something important in the overall structure going forward. And it is arguably the largest episodic video game delivery game of the previous generation. It's I turning th- video games into yeah. something like TV, and that's mm-hmm. important. And, it, it, and it's, it's good, but it's hard for me to put The Walking Dead above Skyrim. Again, it's something that I played the first episode <sighs> right. of well, well, and liked, but didn't feel like I well, needed to play the rest. And that's what's so hard when I think about, you know, well, Skyrim is so much bigger. Like, it has so, so much more in terms of content to offer, which is true. But, you know, Walking Dead is trying to be a short, tight narrative yeah. experience. You know, Skyrim, Skyrim's not. I, I, don't even know, when, I don't even know what to do with that well, information. I, when you know I, I mean? played, I'm, not, I'm not even saying just in terms of, like, 
hey, all five episodes are a 10-hour game, and this game is, you know, multi, you know, hundreds of hours. Right. It's more that I played a little bit of one. I didn't play all of it. Right. And I don't, I didn't feel like I needed to play all of so, it, even though I felt satisfied. Like, I really liked one, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to put down another 15 bucks. I've, I realized what it is about The Walking Dead that, uh, for the reasons that I didn't like it, that I, or reasons I don't like it as much as other people do, and that is for all the interesting decisions and dialogue that are in the game, the leftover vestigial point and click adventure stuff is boring. So I found most of the game to be, okay, I have to pick up this hammer and let's walk over here. And then like, but, what, what but do I have to do? that's not most of the game. Oh, I found it to be so much of the game. Like of, of all the stuff that I played, like my memories of that are trying mm. to get to the next dialogue choice. There's a lot of dialogue. There's yeah. There's yeah, it's almost dialogue. all dialogue. There's and and especially as it goes on, there's like one or two. I think there's two sequences of like moving around in the first game. Yeah. Um, when you get to like, the end, when you get to 400 days, like 400 days is let's talk and make some heavy decisions. Yeah. Like Man, 400 days, is really good. So obvi- and that's part of it. We're counting DLC. Yeah. My memory obviously is is not i mean that that was my impression of it like that's yeah just, that's there, stuff that sticks so out to me there are some i mean in both games there are some clunky mechanical stuff in walking dead um the shooting is obviously terrible and like there's that puzzle in the first one where you've got to like get the thing out of the truck which i thought was a little frustrating in oh the, i like that, that i like that puzzle. it's in the motel i hated that part oh, yeah that's that part the part i liked it. but but what's cool about it is one even in the first episode that's like 10 minutes of it and they learn that, and that stuff gets cycled out as the episodic mm-hmm. series goes on. Like, there's less of that in episode two, and then it's gone. And why can they do that? Because it's episodic, yeah. and they yeah. can change things on the response on the fly. Yeah, that's really important cool. to the previous generation. I mean, I, I don't know. If we're going to get to this as the bracket wraps up here, like, we might get into hashing out what are the hallmarks of the previous generation of video games. Mm-hmm. And I would say... We might, as we decide what the best You know is. what I mean? Like, as we get to, like, the plastic instrument debate or whatnot. And it, I, I think part of what defined the previous generation was delivery formats kind of making video games accessible to more people and a higher influence on intelligently integrating story into an interactive experience. And from my standpoint, walking dead does all three of those things hugely importantly. So Skyrim does better on things that were done in like GTA San Andreas. It like takes the story world, to, you know, and just blasts all that to awesome. Skyrim's pretty good. I, Skyrim's, Skyrim's excellent. I I'm can't. I can't be convinced that Walking Dead is better than Skyrim. I, I, I can't. So unless I get outvoted, I'm voting for Skyrim. Well, it seems we have two solid Skyrim votes. I guess Old Walking Dead, and then uh, I mean, Jay is I mean, kind if, of on if, you. If we're if we're just going to total it up, if it uh, was three to one the other way, I could concede for Walking Dead. Uh huh. But if we're still in it, like Skyrim is my choice. <sighs> Jay, you're going to decide what the greatest right. game. <laughs> I mean, this could be a. I mean, the, uh, seriously, looking at the other games we've picked, yeah. Red Dead, Portal Two, and Rock Band, I think both of these are better games than all of those games. Red Dead, Portal Two, Rock Band. Yeah, 
Yep. But I here's here's before we go into those decisions, I think a lot of the things that I'm that I'm trying to stand up for in regards to what makes Walking Dead signature of this generation mm-hmm. as opposed to what was my favorite, what was the most fun, what was I spent the most hours in, but like what makes it something about this point in time are some of the things that I'd also pull out of Portal 2 um, and some of the, uh, to a smaller degree, out of Red Dead. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. What, I don't know. I mean, I, I really love both these games. If I'm, and it depends on what angle I kind of come at it with. If we're talking emblematic of the generation, I kind of have to go with The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like um, that just makes sense from either either a delivery format or a, or a business format or or something that seemed fresh and new, um, but you know. But then I can't discount any of the merits of Skyrim. Like Skyrim is so special, it should have just been, you know, oh hey, it's Oblivion but better. But it's not. It's like Oblivion and Fallout, but a fuck ton better. Mm-hmm. Like like it 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 doesn't just look at fallout and take what worked there and then add it to oblivion and oh here's another game in the elder scroll series like it on on a it's so massive in terms of its scope and what it's able to do but also lends itself to like little games within within a game itself i i actually going back to the main story i i'm probably more down on it than you i actually Mm -hmm. didn't really like it but there were a lot of story moments I really did like. I I loved the werewolf wolf quest. I thought yeah. that was really awesome. Um, the way they kind of ease you into it, like. Um, so yeah, if you don't know what's coming, that's stuff. kind of a big change. It of course. sounds yeah. like it's the better game, but is it the game of the previous generation? I'm, well, so that's the thing. I don't know if it's the better game. Just like I don't know if Walking Dead is a better game either. How do you compare those games? Like you don't. I, I don't like. I don't know. What's the yeah? You have to look at the the task, which is the game representative of a generation, right? Which I mean, be, you know. Hey, I'm going to throw another wrench in. I probably have to leave in like 25 minutes. I had to leave an hour and a half ago. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, um. So by pure math, if the votes are. It seems like the votes are two and a half for Skyrim and one and a half for The Walking Dead. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, I'm happy to go with Skyrim. Okay. Skyrim. Especially, again, just aggregate. Bobby doesn't like The Walking Dead. Cut your own arm Skyrim. off or vote for Skyrim. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The ending. The ending of The Walking Dead. Final four. Red Dead Redemption versus Portal 2. Boy, here's no one. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead's a better game, but I'm saying Portal Two for the Portal, generation. Portal Two, yeah. I mean, Red, Red Dead, uh, start to finish, I, just I, it's such a yeah, strong. I, I actually think it's Red such Dead. a strong. I think it's Red Dead theme, narrative, and confidence in how they're telling but that story what, what and those makes characters. That indicative of the previous generation. There's games on the NES that told stories. Like I would, I would say it's the execution of the open world environment in a non-city. Right, like. I think it's the fact we got a good cowboy game. Like, how was that the first time we got a good cowboy game? Yeah. And it is, I mean, it's a gorgeous game. It's if gorgeous. you look back to the first time you yeah. saw that. I mean, I got sucked up in that game more than any other game I played. I, we had vacation at the beach. At the beach, I usually deliberately do not take my video games. I took it and, okay. like, woke up early so I could play it before I had to, like, interact with family. All right. I will. Okay. So, Red Dead. 
It's a better game. It's the one that I'm going to play again in a way that I'm not Portal 2. But I will say if the game is of the previous generation, like Portal 2, what were some of the things of the previous generation? Uh, writing and humor and performance within games and actors within games. Puzzle games really came into their mm-hmm. own in being presented in a way that included um, – you know, 3D and narrative and, and a sense of environment and location and mood that had not been done in puzzle games previous. Portal 2 was an evolution of the puzzle genre. It was an evolution of storytelling games. Its production values were top-notch, and it just was very much a hallmark of things that changed previous generation. Okay, Red well, Dead Redemption was awesome, but just like, once again, it was like San Andreas with yeah. a better theme and done better times 100. But I think, again, in, like storytelling and humor, all that is in Red Dead too. Because you like zombie nightmare is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm talking about puzzle. And yeah, but they still told a great story. They did, and they like they told it confidently. They told it in a more traditional way, you know, as opposed to just kind of bits and pieces and kind of organically through dialogue. But it's still like you can sit it down and like this is what this game is saying about the frontier, America, about the government. So for me, damn, the title card in that game. <laughs> the title card's amazing. Four <laughs> cards, the best title oh card God. in any video game. For ever. me, yeah, like title card. Portal Two is like Batman: Arkham City, where the first one established such a good thing for them to go on. It would be hard to screw up the second, um, and then they executed on it well. Like they did a good job of taking the portal mechanic and, uh, like, changing it up just enough to introduce new kinds of puzzles. But other than that, like it wasn't really special to me. Whereas Red Dead was a, uh, a familiar formula brought into an entirely new place um, in terms of like actual physical setting, but also you know the, some of the yeah. like s- simple gameplay stuff in terms of like riding horses and you know, when you're like riding along with someone else and having dialogue and it kind of like auto guides the horse for you as a way of getting from point to point, like that stuff is all just the, so well executed. The way Rockstar fixed, uh, shooting and combat and their open world. Yeah. Games. Like GTA four shooting, not that great, but you yeah, know, the, once you get the dead, the advances made in red deck were crazy. Another thing of the previous generation that was something new to the generation was this idea of experimental technique and gameplay mechanics that would come into their own, just like the portal mechanic was born of like an experimental school project that ended up being adopted into, and that was something that was totally of the previous generation. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, but I'm willing to defer to Red Dead Redemption. Because <laughs> we're entering hour eight. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead Redemption was is one of my special. favorite video games of all time. I know, me too. Yeah. Adam, Adam, you love open world again, games. But if we're talking of the previous generation. But if we all love Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yes. The game is not called What is Your Favorite Game of the Last Generation? It's called What is... But that's valuable. I mean, that's we all think We all think Red Dead Redemption is the, a great, great game. Yeah. yeah. We all don't think that Portal 2 is a great game. No. Mm. No, absolutely not. But I do think Portal 2 is representative... Of the previous generation. Yeah, I want to go back to the, the, the fact that League of Legends beat Geometry Wars means that it doesn't have to be a good game to move on. Yeah. 
vote. Yeah. Okay. Everybody vote. All right. No, no, you, you, <laughs> no, you vote. vote. You vote. Red, Red dead. dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. All right. Rock Band versus Skyrim. Rock Band. Wait, how did we get to... Because Rock Band beat Mass Effect 2 and Skyrim beat The Walking Dead. But are we on to a new bracket? I thought we just did Skyrim. Or is yeah, this we're the on finals? The new, this is the finals. No, this is, this is the final four. Oh, Jesus Christ. So Red Dead is in the finals and it will face off against the winner of Rock Band versus Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim. Everyone vote quick. Skyrim. Rock Band. Skyrim. Skyrim. Skyrim and Red Dead are the same thing, done through different lenses. They're giant, high-budget, huge open world. Like, you've just picked big, epic, great games. You had high emotional experiences, too. If you're talking previous generation, this shit should be Portal 2 versus Rock Band. Plastic Instruments versus a phenomenal (laughs) implementation of a genre. Skyrim wins. I'll say rock, I'll say Rock Band if you say Rock Band. Rock Band. I think, I think it's band. I think it's kind of dumb that Red Dead got to what the top two. Yeah. So Red Dead's going to come in second, regardless. I certainly would have picked Red Dead as one of my top five of the generation. Yeah. Yeah. I, probably. Also I, I think I think Red Dead getting this far is fine. I just think that the the bracket looked weird. I, I would. Let me tell you this: if we want to know what's going to happen, if if Skyrim wins, I like Red Dead Redemption better than Skyrim. I would absolutely vote that. I like. I would go. I would go. Skyrim, Rockman, Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> like if we're dealing with this, like this yeah. final. Yeah, this racket bullshit. This fuck this. All right, whatever. Rockman. All right. Rockman. Fucking Rock done with this. All right. Bobby. Skyrim, but rock band. Okay, so our final two is Red Dead and Rockman. And Red Dead wins. Rock right? Dead. Rock, <laughs> rock man. Rock band. Rock band. Rock band. It's a game of a generation. Woo! <laughs> is, this, is this really what's happening, guys? Yeah, you, yeah. Turn this off. I'm done. <laughs> no. All right. Oh my god. All right. Wait a minute. No. Turn it off. <laughs> <sighs> so, by way of attrition, Rock Band has become the greatest or the game of the generation. Is that guys, what happened? I didn't know it was going to go this well when <laughs> we start. This is fucking bullshit. <sighs> Stay tuned. Is the exercise flawed? Now, here's a question. Where was We Fit, guys? Where no, was We Fit? Uh, not on the list. <laughs> Correctly so. Turbo Space Program is a great game. Although, I'll admit, not doing anything that couldn't have been like 15 years ago on a PC. Ghost Trick, guys. Ghost Trick. So that's it? Are we really? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would vote for, for Red Dead. But I'm, I, I, think, I, I think these brackets are fucked up. Yeah, we don't have a choice. These well, are the, I mean, the exercise. We didn't go this far up the mountain to laugh at the peak. Rock Band is certainly emblematic of this generation. I'm an, I could. I don't know anybody who likes Rock Band more than me. I think I might rule for Red Dead Redemption. Here's the thing. I think. I think Rock Band is emblematic of the generation in a yeah. way that I would continue debating about. Walking Dead and Portal 2 and and given the trains of logic that have got us to this juncture I think Red Dead wins just because it's like mm-hmm. it has a little bit for everybody it's got the story it's got the open world aspect it's like good games that were liked it's got humor it has John Marston the greatest character 
the greatest character from the greatest character of video games. We all like Rock Band. Yes, Rock Band is incredible. Rock Band is built on things that arguably could not have been done before. And probably won't be done after. And, I mean, yeah, in terms of, and then they're like, um, yeah. just push release support and DLC and if this were all that rock, kind of stuff. If this were Rock Band 3, I think this would be a different argument. But going back to the singular implementation of Rock Band 1, I do not think that that game is not without major flaws. Geometry Wars. <laughs> Dota 2, Game of the Generation. Game of the Generation. <sighs> There's, video games are really good. This was a good generation, you guys. There's all these good video games. This was a terrible bracket. What's everybody's favorite game of the generation? Skyrim. Probably Skyrim. Um, like, it, like, fuck the bright. They didn't have to be on a Yeah, bracket. no, screw that. Yeah, that's, a, that's tough, though. It, it'd probably okay. be Red Dead. I don't know what mine would be. I'm almost tempted to say Mass Effect 1. <laughs> wow. Mass Effect 1 is a great game that should have been on this. If I could count the Mass Effect as a trilogy, man, I would. Man, if it was Mass Effect, yeah, it was Mass Effect 1 here. I just Boy, really I enjoyed it. Because I think, I think so, okay, nothing so against Mass out. Effect 2. I think Mass Effect let's, 1 is a stronger so let's, game. What did we all just say? We, we all, none of us said a rock band. Gave a fuck about, like, what the generation emblemized. We all picked big, long, role-playing type games. But that's not what we were sent here to do today. We're not picking our favorite game or the best game. But I think it matters. No, it doesn't. I think our, so we are doing the list. We are not, we're making a list for us. Right, but what's the list called? Game of the generation. Right. So we need to pick a game in, like, that's representative of the generation. <laughs> a game that was from this generation. That's all we need to pick. Mm-hmm. I guess I was saying, if it was left, left up to all of us, all four of us would not have picked Rockman or a game like Rockman. Yes. If, yeah. if it's game of the generation, I would put it Rockman Portal 2 or Walking Dead. I would have picked one of those three. But you, wait a minute, but you just picked Red Dead Redemption. As my favorite game, not as game of the generation. Okay, so if you, all right, well, then I'll ask your, your question then. If you were going to pick the game of the generation, just you, fuck the list, where we are right now, what game would you pick? Walking Dead, probably. Okay. Not saying it's the best game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but it's so we're just picking something like that summarizes this generation? Yeah, I I'd guess. probably go with Minecraft. It's interesting. In terms of just like what is the biggest, what is mm-hmm. the most influential. Either, either that or Modern Warfare. Mm, it's like when honest. somebody opens yeah. the video game textbook 60 years from now and they see this and there's... Or the Smithsonian exhibit that's going right. to be very sadly simple yeah. 50 years from now. Yeah. What are the four little video games that go mm-hmm. under the mm-hmm. 360 and PS3? See, if I was going to pick it technologically, I think I might pick Rock Band. Because mm-hmm. what are the big things that have come? Online multiplayer. Iterative design in terms of like episodic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to like buy DLC and continue to build on things. Um, as well as you know, take advantage of the internet. Yeah. So... If I look at it, if I answer the question that way, I would answer Rock Band. Yeah. Bobby? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, low score abstains from picking a game of the generation. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck all video games. <laughs> Yeah, for me, for me, like the generation, a lot of the generations is about 
um, going big, like big budgets, being able to stream a whole lot of stuff from hard drives and discs at one time and present giant worlds um, that are high budgets and high production value. So that, like that's kind of what I think. Really so like GTA five or mm-hmm. Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Portal is a really good Portal, game. Portal is really good the greatest game of all time. I, we, at this point we can say rock band. Yeah. So, so we, right. so let's settle. Let's, so we, we all agree this bracket's bullshit. So let's finish it up. So the, in the rock band Skyrim question, no, it's rock band red say, dead. Do we say rock band? Rock band. Okay. Rock and band. then at rock band red dead. We're saying rock band. Rock band. Yes. So there we have it. The game no one wanted. Yep. I'm okay with it. As I said, if I, if I look at it from... Nobody's it, happy at this part. Yeah, no. no. I'm going to play Assassin's Creed 4 and get happy. I'm going to do some other stuff. <laughs> You're going to get furniture. And yeah, no, I need to go like now. Yeah, let's, sure. let's get out of here. Close. Jimmy, Adam, thank you for joining us today. Adam, thank you for hosting. Hey, thanks for having us. Bobby, thank you for being here as always. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Show over. God damn. This is... Um, <laughs> Uh, go on Twitter and say, I can't believe I listened to this bullshit episode of At Low Score Podcast. Bobby, let's do something next week. Bobby, I don't know if you want to break that into two episodes or just say fuck it.